All right, welcome to our second half of the Pipeline, a Call of Cthulhu adventure, uh, starring um, Deadmouth McCormick as uh, uh, their uh, their gun-toting um, hiree from what the company formerly known as Blackwater, um, the Exxon executive Jack Stuber, and uh, Henri Fouchard, who is a uh, uh, a forester who is, uh, has some ties to uh, various, you know, less radical environmental movements. He's definitely more of a forester type. And these three people have been, uh, well, they were sent in with more people originally uh, to explore the, uh, the reasons why a, an Exxon pipeline uh, pumping station was shut down. They lost contact with it. Um, there, have been, there were rumors that there were uh, environmental activists in the area, which Exxon called eco-terrorists. And so they sent, they sent along a team of armed uh, bodyguards, uh, read mercenaries, to sort of make, make, you know, ensure the safety of the, uh, the technical crew and the representative. <clears throat> they also sent Henri along because he's very familiar with the terrain, the, the climate, the area, and so knows a bit more about the, the region itself. Unfortunately, their plane, for reasons unknown, crashed uh, uh, some miles from their uh, original landing point. <clears throat> the only survivors, uh, Jack Stuber, Henri Rashad, and, uh, and Deadmouth McCormick, uh, managed to escape the wreckage, grabbing only a handful of things uh, and, and getting away from the plane before it, it plummeted off the, uh, the edge of a cliff into uh, uh, a ravine below where it... Uh, it lay in ruins. Um, so the situation was pretty dire. They decided to head for the uh, um, the facility since no signals apparently were uh, were getting through in this area for any kind of uh, for any kind of phone. Even satellite was out due to high uh, auroral activity, and <clears throat> so things were pretty bleak to start. Unfortunately, things got bleaker when as they. Uh, uh, as they camped, they began to hear uh, strange noises in the distance, uh, things moving in, in the in the woods, even some things that uh, Henri couldn't necessarily explain, uh, including a, a distant scream, uh, which could have been could have been anything. But uh, as uh, as their uh, uh, as the journey went on. <clears throat> they soon discovered that there was more in the forest than just bear, moose, or even environmental activists. They uh, they came to find that there were large creatures in the woods that were throwing rocks at them. And when they finally came upon these things, they saw... Uh, I will show, uh, show everyone to sort of refresh their memories as to these horrors that uh, came storming out of the woods at them. Yes, very much like that. Yes, very much like that, Matt. Oh, God, it's terrible. I, pull, I pulled a Sasquatch Mini this weekend. I was very excited about that. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that's uh, So, yeah, so uh, they, they, they look like this. Um, uh, Deadmouth was able to gun down uh, several of them when they uh, they had found the an abandoned camp that would, that uh, um, a, video, a videographer that they had picked up along the way um, claimed belonged to these environmental activists. Now, this videographer had been hired by them at the last minute to sort of document their um, 
uh, basically document what Exxon's pipeline was doing, you know, claiming that there were problems, claiming that there was um, danger involved in it. And so uh, being a film student, he decided to take this on as a, as a good opportunity to do some real, you know, investigative work, that sort of thing. Unfortunately, he had overheard some of these environmental activists. I mean, they started out fairly normal, you know, for environmental activists, you know, uh, kind of hippie, you know, earthy, crunchy types, you know, but, you know, basically okay. And then he started to hear them talking in kind of a strange language that he didn't, that he didn't understand. And uh, at one point he began to hear things like, making sacrifices and, and other strange phrases that um, uh, that they were talking about, you know, kind of in secret. And so freaking out, he fled the camp <clears throat> and came upon you at a, at a very uh, awkward moment. So you ended up finding the abandoned camp where you were attacked by two of these creatures. And uh, as I said, Deadmouth was able to gun down both of them. And uh, so... <clears throat> Upon examining them, as I said, they look like this. You managed to discover that they have these strange uh, markings under uh, under their under their arm. Uh, you're not sure what it is. It, it doesn't look like a tattoo or a brand. Uh, it it looks more like a birthmark than anything else. You know, it it looks like a natural mark, but of course, it's in, it's in the shape of a strange symbol, a circle with. Um, uh, these strange letters that sort of kind of spiral around the outside and then, you know, kind of spiral inward. <clears throat> and uh, they don't correspond to any known, you know, symbols or languages that any of you are familiar with. But they both have them. And so it, it was uh, uh, that in itself, you know, beyond the, just the existence of these creatures was, uh, was another point of, of, uh, of confusion. And let me give you a little map to show basically where you've come and where you're going. This is the area that you uh, that you're currently in. The red line marks the uh, the pipeline itself. Up here is the Exxon uh, transfer station. Um, this is the abandoned camp, and your original crash crash site was up here. When we left the uh, when we uh, stopped last time, you had begun heading again for the transfer station, and you came upon a ravine where um, uh, a kind of a cleft in the rocks that went down, and you found a, um, a cave entrance, but the cave entrance was clearly either carved, you know, carved by intelligent hands or modified by intelligent hands. And so it was a clear, you know, a, a clearly rectangular doorway that sort of tapered up at the top. Uh, there were more uh, kind of strange markings on it. And above the door, the symbol, the same symbol you saw on these creatures in, in the lentil above the door. Um, the, uh, the poor young man, uh, uh, James, that you are dragging along at this point, He's he has begun to sort of lose his mind. Uh, the sight of these creatures uh, clearly sort of pushed him over the edge, and he just he believes he's sorry. He, he kind of you think he might believe he's home, or uh, is convinced himself that he's home, and he just wants to you know you know sit down and get a pizza and and uh, just you know forget all of this. And uh, but he seemed intent on going to the cave, like the cave was his home. Um, uh, Jack convinced him that. 
we should go make a phone call first. And so you convinced him reluctantly to fall, to go along with you to the uh, to the ExxonMobil transfer station BC3125. And that is where we left off. Um, <clears throat> it's approaching dusk, but there's still time to, to probably get to the station if you really, uh, really hump it. The camp was where we saw the two trees in an X shape. It was and... no, that was actually before the camp. Yeah, you're right. I should point out uh, along the way, you saw this strange uh, wooden structure. There were these trees that had been sort of um, made into an, uh, a huge X um, across the across the game trail, and these trees had clearly been moved, you know, basically broken off, moved from someplace else, and raised up into this into this structure in the trees. It was not um, Henri could confirm that it definitely wasn't a natural deadfall. You did find evidence of a bloody handprint on it. Uh, probably, you know, uh, you know, probably average, you know, man size handprint. It, it didn't look like one of these creatures handprints, um, but it was definitely in blood. So, um, uh, yeah, so you're, you're, you're just, you just left the, uh, the ravine where the cave is located and you were heading up the last, this sort of last slope, um, uh, not terribly high, but, uh, you know, a fairly good climb on loose rock to get to uh, the point where you'll be able to see the, um, the transfer station. All right. So you said it's about dusk? No, it's not, it's not quite, but the sun's going to set within an hour. All right, uh, so you go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. All right, so Henri, <laughs> he's wearing many, many layers of clothes. The outermost layer is probably like an orange vest um, that he's put on. He's got really good uh, hiking boots and stuff like that. He's he's very experienced at this. He's uh, late 20s, early 30s, pretty good health. And um, in his mind, he's like, I want to get there at all costs, and you know, if one of these guys can't keep up, well, that'll just be one more victim kind of thing. You know, it's not something he wants to happen, but he's more hes more about surviving at this point than anything else. Screw this mystery. This is just too freaking weird. I did, He didn't sign up for this. So he is a, he says to the group, he says, come on, come on, move your houses if you want to get there before dark. Uh, Jack, the uh, uh, James is, is is kind of cl he's kind of hanging on you like a small child. You know, he's he's kind of holding your arm, yeah. and to, to kind of reinforce the the sort of uh, illusion of being a small child, he keeps kind of looking back at. Okay, he keeps kind of looking back at. I was looking back like you can see me. He was looking back <laughs> at the uh, <laughs> at the cave entrance, and uh, you know, uh, with with sort of um, reluctant impatience, sort of like you know if, if you know. If a child knows he's he's going to an amusement park, but you have to you know go stand at the DMV for like a couple hours first, you know, so he he knows he's going to get to go to the park, but he knows he but he knows he can't he has to be at the DMV for a while. So okay. yeah, so he's, he's sort of just hanging on to you, but he's you know keeps looking back, looking uh, uh, yeah. in, in in anticipation. And Jack Stuber is kind of looking. He's visibly annoyed, but he's you know kind of helping pulling this. This uh, what 
19-year-old toddler along <laughs> up this hill as best he can. And he's using his right arm on his left arm. On his left hand, you can see just wrappings where Henry uh, wrapped his hand after being just bludgeoned by this rock. Uh, you know, some blood still on it. Um, he, he's wearing like a Brioni suit, but the suit jacket's gone, the sleeves are rolled up, and everything's just covered. It kind of caked in this layer of dirt. And he looks to... Uh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, what was his name again? James. James or Johnny? It was James. Okay. Yeah. He looks to James and he says, you wouldn't happen to have a five-hour energy or something, would you? Uh, 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 here, 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 here. He kind of absentmindedly hands you this little pack he has with him. I take the pack and kind of pause for a second and begin to look in it. Uh, Maxwell, I hold up for a second. If you, if you please. And well, now I, we've got to get there. As you as you look in, you, you see about you see about a dozen little round um, uh, little round balls that are wrapped in tin foil, and uh, maybe a half dozen uh, bottles. Um, the bottles are plastic, but they have kind of an amber liquid in it, and uh, they're probably about the they're probably about uh, uh, like four inches tall, a couple inches in diameter. Um, would I recognize it? Does it have a brand name on it or anything like that? No, no. These these are clearly just you know some some they put some liquid in these containers. They they almost look like little shampoo bottles. Uh, you know they're kind of that size and 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 in shape. Okay, so I would pull out one of these balls with foil and they I I would kind of look at it see if it's like a chocolate or something. Uh, when you when you kind of open a little bit, you get this kind of strong uh. Uh, sea smell, and it looks like it is uh, uh, seaweed wrapping uh, some sort of rice. Oh, who's hungry? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Any of you guys? Come on, and I pop one in my mouth and I start chewing it. Is it good? Uh, I don't know. Does Jack it's, like sushi? It's two-day-old sushi. Of course it's good, Barker. Uh, I, would, I would probably... I love sushi, but, you know... Uh, Matt's right. I chew it for a little bit and I just <laughs> and the rice just kind of tumbles out of my mouth. I'm like, jeez, James, you're trying to kill me just like everybody else here. And I look at the bottles and I try to sn- smell one. Um, there, there's a there's a there's a, there's a there's a faint alcohol smell coming out of it. Not not terribly strong, uh, but it's also very spicy, kind of like uh, um, you know, almost like maybe a, like a mulling kind of. Uh... Sent to it almost. I look at it and I kind of show it to everybody, see if you know. And I, <laughs> yeah. guys, no, nothing. I'm okay. looking back in shock that they're not, that Jack's not moving. <laughs> I'm probably like 50 feet ahead of them at this point. I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at uh, Jack and I say, there's probably some food at the station if we can just get there. It's better than rice balls. It's been sitting in this guy's backpack for a day and a half. Wee wee, it's not far now! (laughs) He reluctantly puts this bottle of what he perceives to be alcohol back in the pack, shoulders the pack (laughs) himself, and says, all right, well, I guess we'll be having a toast tonight. And he continues up the hill. Okay. 
So uh, it takes you guys a good half hour to, to to climb this rise. It's not it's not the worst hill you've ever climbed, but it's it's tiring because it's all like broken rock. So it's it's uh, kind of akin to walking up a hill of sand. So you take a step and your foot drags a bit. Take another step, foot drags a bit. So it's it's not far, but it's it's a lot of effort. But you finally make it to the top, and and as you and as you come over the rise, less than half a mile away, you see the transfer station. You see, a, you see a massive pipeline going down into it, pipeline, big pipeline coming out of the side. Um, about a hundred yards out in all directions, there's a, um, you know, a heavy, you know, a heavy, uh, um, you know, cyclone fence with barbed wire pointing both out and in, and there are two layers of that. Um, on the inside, you see, uh, think, you know, again. Jack, you'd be familiar with, you know, your typical pumping station. It has most of the features that you're familiar with. Uh, you do see a couple, a couple large solar panels on top, which is kind of ironic in a way, the, <laughs> considering the, what, what it's pumping. But, um, uh, but, but the solar panels look intact, and you see a large antenna on top that stretches up way above the, above the, uh, the facility, um, and uh, you know, huge guard guide wires going all the way almost to the outside fence. Um, uh, it looks like the, this, there, there, there might be, uh, you're not sure if there's a breach in the fence, uh, but there's definitely some sort of debris sort of caught in the fence. Um, it's kind of hard to tell being still, you know, a little ways off. Uh, Maxwell, you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, I see it. And I kind of check my rifle, adjust the scope a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh kind of like bring it up and I'm going to just kind of like look down the scope looking okay. across the, trying to get a better look at it. Sure, sure. As you're sort of looking, it, it looks it looks kind of like um, like bits of cloth maybe at first, but it's a little too rigid. Then 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 you, then you thought maybe is, is, is it some kind of animal hide? Mm. And and then as you sort of pan across, you, see, you kind of get the outline and it looks like a human skin that's hanging on the barbed wire. And uh, uh, there's uh, you you, be, you you basically pick up three of them that are sort of just you know just hanging in different positions on the barbed wire as if they've just been either cast there or, uh, or caught on it as uh, uh, for some reason. There's a hole in the in the uh, in the fence. Uh, it looks it looks it doesn't look like it's been cut. It looks like it's been torn. There's just a big gaping hole, probably about uh, five feet wide, and going all the way up to the top. These fences are about uh, nine feet tall, so uh, it's just you know just ripped apart. I I'm looking through the scope, and I kind of stop panning across, and I just slowly lower it, and I look at Jack, and I look at Henri, and I just kind of shake my head, and I go, uh, I don't think we should go down there." Bullshit, and I will try to what? grab the rifle. Go ahead, Henry. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That is where she's going All right, 15 How dice, we... here we go. How are we going to get out of here? <laughs> we have to communicate. Does the plane crash? There are dead bodies? Of course yeah, we yeah, we, 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 yeah. Give me the freaking rifle. Let me look. As you're, as you're, as you're grabbing for the rifle, I, I pull it away, and I don't even say anything, but I just put my finger in your face, and I just... Shake my head. Look at Henri, and I say, I say, there, there's human skins hanging from the fence. 
three of them. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> Wait, no shit. I'm staring I'm at Jack like he's lost it, like James now. <laughs> yeah, no shit, Jack. J- James is still looking back. By the way, he's he's looking at the way you came. Uh, he he doesn't even seem to acknowledge what you're saying. Second, man, I I do not. Well, what else are we to do? We there is no other phone for hundreds of miles, eh? You're the survivalist. Honestly, Henri, I don't know what to do either. I agree with Jack. You make the call. I think we should go closer, try to learn more. Eh? I, uh, I take out my cell phone. I show them there's no signal again, which I'm assuming there isn't. Yeah, no. This is the only way we communicate with the outside world. If, uh, if we do not go in there, the chances of walking to civilization... Perhaps I may make it. The two of you <laughs> shake my head. Um, thanks for lumping me in with these two. Listen, uh, hey. maybe, maybe the things that did this are the things I dropped back there. Wait, maybe wait, wait, we've yes. already taken care of the problem. Yes, yes, yes. That is good thinking. Well, we we can only find out. Hey, let's let us go closer. Well, hang on. But army rangers are taught to expect the worst. So I'm going to assume there's 15 of them in there. <laughs> so we should tread lightly. And at the, at which point Stuber looks at this bumbling James who just every once in a while is like saying just words that don't make any sense about pizza and watching movies and making a phone call and going home and being home and wanting to go home and being sad. And it's just like, uh, I don't think we can be too quiet when we've got this. And he kind of pulls him up and he just kind of, yeah, like a rag doll tagging along with it. What is Jack? Hey. Hey, James. It's okay, buddy. Uh, Hey, do you have something to drink? Kind of thirsty. I uh, hand him the canteen and say, and I don't think seeing human skins laid on an offense is going to do much for his uh, what? well-being. What skins? P- pizza skins. Potato. Uh, yeah, pizza. potato skins. Oh, man, I love potato skins. Yep, we're going to eat some tonight when we watch the movie, James. It's going to be great. There's a brief flash in your mind of eating human skins now. Yeah. So you know, with those, when those two thoughts would link up inadvertently. <laughs> Jeez, Maxwell, I had no idea you were so good with kids. <laughs> there um, is a phone in there. Perhaps we can uh, order a pizza there, huh? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, man, sure. Yeah, let's... Pizza. Um, uh, who, who's driving? And Maxwell, perhaps you should lead the way eh? if you are experienced with the dangers. I know yeah. the animal dangers, but not the... I do not know what those are. All right. Yeah, I'll take point. And uh, so, I check my weapon and start moving towards the installation. In fact, I'm also going to break out my uh, 
my three out six and uh, and check it. Uh, I'll give him a good fifteen or twenty foot head start. Though. Okay, you hear James muttering something about, oh, uh, this looks like a bad part of town. Good pizza though, James. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, so so you start you start going down the slope. It's it's a, it's much more gradual, but still some of this broken rock, <clears throat> um, kind of you know kind of glacial rock that has been just kind of chewed up by uh, uh, by millennia of glaciers just raking across it. And and as you sort of make your way down, um, the uh, the image of these things becomes clear to everyone, and um, a couple of them are just hanging, make you know in in. In, in much more kind of haphazard fashion. But one of them uh, is just like, it, it almost looks like the the skin is in, in, in the shape of someone trying to climb the fence, um, the way it's sort of stuck there. You know, almost as if someone were trying to climb the fence and, and they were just ripped out of their skin. <laughs> um, um, so they don't, it, this doesn't, does this look like a, a body was skinned or just... A body was emptied out, and this is the remains. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would have seen enough animal skin. Yeah. When it's... it's it's hard to tell because you've never seen a human skinned, I presume. Um, but it, it it looks it looks more like uh more like a snake skin. You know the uh, um you know you've seen you've seen snakes sort of shed their skin, and, and it has more kind of that that sort of feel to it. Um, okay. You know the the thin areas are sort of translucent, uh, as the afternoon sun is sort of uh, uh, sort of dipping behind you and and causing the causing the sort of turn orangey red in the in the afternoon sunlight. So again, with my nature knowledge, then it looks almost like something has shed this skin. Uh, possibly, but yeah, I mean, it would be a lot for a human to shed this sort of skin. Yeah, but I mean, you know, yeah. kind of like the way yeah, I get you. Now the fence, the holes, are they something break out or did something break in? Like we can tell um, by the way they're bent, right? You yeah. W- once you once you get within you know maybe fifty feet or so, um, uh, give me a, give me a uh, perception roll. Um, yeah. Perception is six, so I do six dice, right? Yep. <clears throat> and you're looking, yeah. Well, the more success you get, the better, the more you get, basically. Right. It's not a pass or fail kind of thing. Mm-hmm. One, so far. <laughs> Two. Three. It's exciting. Three? Okay, awesome. So, yeah, um... It definitely looks like it was. Um, uh, it definitely looks like something came from uh, the outside in. So it looks like it, it, it kind of broke inward. I'm gonna look for tracks, you know, using sure. the breaches as a. Okay. If something was big enough to break into that, break through that fence. Yeah. It's gotta be heavy. <clears throat> you actually see a lot of footprints there. Um, in 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 some of the uh, in some of the dirt and debris, uh, a lot of it is is kind of um, messed up. Like you definitely see uh, now that you know what these creature these creatures looked like, you can sort of see uh, prints that are probably theirs. 
uh, but you also see some some uh, more human footprints. As you get as you get you know close enough, it you're not sure if it was kind of some kind of scuffle, or but there's definitely a lot of, a lot of sort of uh, marks on the ground of of something you know like a, someone fighting or uh, some kind of conflict going on. It's 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 pretty pretty chewed up. Um, but you do find uh, three sets of clothes also that are just torn to shreds all over the ground. You find, uh, you know, jackets that have just been torn in half. You find uh, pants, you know, ripped asunder, you, you know, full heavy leather belts sort of torn in half. Um, you even fi- find, like, uh, climbing boots that look like they've been just, you know, ripped up. Um, and they're, they're just scattered around like debris. In, in pieces so small that you really couldn't even see them as clothes from a distance. Are they all bloodied too? Uh, it looks like yeah, it looks like there might be some blood on them, but not 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 if there was a body sort of in them. If you may, if you know what I'm saying, like if someone were in them when they would have been torn apart, they would just be soaked with blood. But right, there's, yeah. not, there's, there's not that level of blood. There's you know stains here and there, but it's not like saturated. If that makes sense. What uh, what do you make of this? eh? It's like uh, something crawled out of its skin. eh? And I'm just kind of standing there, and as Henri is kind of looking things over, I'm just scanning the area, and I look at him. I just shake my head, and I say, Henri, I've seen a lot of shit, but I've never seen anything like this. If everyone else could give me a perception roll as well, please. Sure. Perception is based on uh, intelligence, I'm assuming. Um, it is. Uh, I think you're a secondary perception. Yeah, perception. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and just roll that many dice. You got it. I'm sorry. Say, say that again. I couldn't hear. You, you have you have a perception is a secondary stat on your character sheet, and you just roll that many dice. I got three successes, oh. Alex. Nice. I received a total of one, two, three, nice. four successes. Nice. Okay. Um, well, both of you notice that uh, um, you know the, the 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 skins are torn out from the back. It looks like so they were you know the skins were all removed the same you know in the same fashion. Um. But Jack, you notice as 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 a sort of as a sort of blowing in this in this cold wind, you know, it's coming down out of the mountains. You see that one, you see a marking kind of on one of them, and as, and, it, and as you kind of like you know with morbid curiosity get closer, you see you see that uh, the symbol you saw in those creatures sort of very very vaguely, um, kind of showing. Uh, it's almost like a watermark on the underarm of one of these things. Yeah, this tattoo parlor must have made a lot of money. And I hold it up and look at Maxwell and look at Henri. That is like no tattoo I have ever seen. That is more like an uh, imprint or uh, perhaps a, 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 a branding. Oh, jeez, man. God, what do you do up here in Canada? <laughs> have you seen what we have been going through? Open your goddamn eyes, eh? Look, how many people have died here? I 
guess you got me on that one. I'm going to start going through well, the pockets of some of the clothing, um, specifically <laughs> looking for ID or anything that will help me survive longer in case i got to okay. make a long trek. Um, yeah, you, you, they, they didn't seem to have much. You do you do find a pair of of uh, wire cutters uh, strong enough to, to, cut, to cut through a cyclone fence like this, but it doesn't look like they were used. Um, uh, you find uh, a couple of, you know, standard, you know, dollar disposable lighters, um, uh, no ID, uh, uh, you do find in one of them, they have a, uh, uh, sort of a little pouch and in that they have, um, let me see here. Um, it's it, it's sort of notebooks, uh, a leather with you know wrapped with a little leather thong that's kind of tied off. I'm going to toss one of the lighters to Jack. <clears throat> um, any cigarettes come with this? I did not find it. any. I'm sorry, Monsieur. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, ask your friends there. Uh, see if you can get out of him. What was he and his friends doing up here? Uh, I have seen the uh, the environmentalists before. They sometimes break into places like this. They would have tools like these, and I show them the wire cutters. Okay. Uh, Jack would almost subconsciously nod and then subconsciously play, go to place his wedding ring on his left finger, but he can't because there's a bandage there, and he realizes, oh, yep, he puts it back in his pocket, and he turns to James to be kind of negotiating, and he's, James, um, we're about to order the pizza pretty yeah, yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. Great. Oh, we're going to awesome. go home, but first, I need to get some information from you, because you're a really smart guy. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, sure, sure, Jack, no problem, anything. Okay. I need to know, and he kind of looks back at Henry. Um, what, what do I need to know again? <laughs> I, I think he was maybe a group of the uh, environmentalists. They oh. like to uh, cause the shit at places like this. Eh? Take pictures, yeah, post yeah, them yeah. on the internet, says the oil company sucks. Yeah. Any of your pinko, I mean, excuse me, any of your friends, <laughs> your environmentalist friends, uh, these clothes, it looks like they left him here, uh, probably. Do you recognize any of these clothes, especially the ones that look like skin? Uh, he, he's looking around, and he, sa and he says, uh, well, yeah. Uh, um, uh, that might be Paul's, I guess. Paul's. Yeah. Paul's, guys. It's Paul's. Yeah? Any, uh, any other meals? Uh yeah, that's, that's Paul's book. And he points over at the book that uh, um, Henri is, is holding. Paul's book. That should probably have the phone number for the pizza in it, Henry. Oh, man. he I, Don't let him see with the book, man. He, he's he's really, really particular about that book. I, I, I picked it up once. <laughs> he, he got angry. So angry. Yeah, so angry. No. So angry he yelled at he yelled at me. He oh, it's okay, James. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. He, he starts freaking out. He starts like grabbing his head. He yelled at me. Jesus. I had to go. I had to go. Good work, Steamer. I okay. had to go. 
I'm the one who wanted to shoot him earlier, so... No. Let's go. He kind of falls to the ground on his knees, and, he, and he's just, like, covering his face. I have to go. I have to go. Okay, all yes, right. Yes, uh, right. keeping the eyeballs out there, eh? I will have a look at the book. Yeah. I'm going to go open it up, and uh, I'm going to try and, like, kneel maybe on one knee and uh, try and protect it from the wind, perhaps. I don't want any pages going flying or nothing. Sure. And as, as Henri is looking at the book and, and as Jack is kind of trying to calm James down, I am just kind of standing there and I'm just keeping an eye out. And honestly, I, I seem a little unsettled and I'm doing my best to not look at the skins that are still kind of draped over the, the fence. Yeah, the, uh, the book itself is, it's, it looks kind of like a book that um, you might pick up in, in like a little craft shop or something like that. Um, it, lo- it looks it looks very sort of you know uh, Etsy sort of handmade. In fact, it looks a lot like this. Nice. And uh, you know, has a, has a little band around it, and uh, uh, it just sort of let's see. La, la, la. And it opens kind of like this, so it's it's just it's just this great little uh, this little leather bound book. Um, it's quite stained and weather beaten, but as as you sort of open it, um, you almost lose a little bit of of uh, material that falls out. And as you look, it looks like a piece of leather. Um, uh, it's a, it's about uh, you know it's only a few inches square, but again it it has this this sort of um, uh, the sort of tattoo mark on it. This uh, that's not a tattoo. The same one is is on the is on those creatures and on the uh, uh, these skins that are that are hanging outside the uh, the pumping station. So it's like a piece of skin with this mark on it. Yeah, yeah. Or it's it, it's it's definitely heavier though. It's not it's you know it doesn't feel like human skin. It feel, it feels sturdier than that. But inside there are there are there are pages and pages of notes. Most of it is is uh, in this in this odd un, you know indecipherable uh, we presume is a language. There's there are odd um, you know they they don't really use a phonetic alphabet like you're familiar with. But um, every now and then there's there's some little things scrawled in inside of the side in English. One of them <clears throat> is uh, 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 Ureil. Uh, Ureil is a is a word you see uh, in the side, and it's um, uh, that one's written out, and you see some other notes scrolled below it. Now you've actually heard the term uh, "urail" before. Uh, it it refers to a uh, um, kind of an, an old Indian legend. It's it that uh, has been that has been uh, kind of associated with the uh, the stories of, of Sasquatch. Um, but it's it's a very very old term that uh, uh, that 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 you Henri might have heard in this uh, in this area. But it's you've only, uh, you only right. heard it spoken by some of the local tribes, not uh, uh, not by any white people. Is this uh, this word here? Is this is uh, what the uh, Inuit they call the uh, the Yeti, the uh, the Bigfoot, the uh, the Sasquatch? Yeah. 
But yeah. uh, this language here, I, I do not know. Uh, I, I show it to Maxwell and then maybe Jack, if they, they can read it. I speak uh, the English, French, and a little of the Inuit. Eh? And this... Jack would take note. I can read some languages. Maxwell, check it out. And right. I, I would... Uh, I, I speak uh, English and a little bit of Arabic, so does it does it look familiar at all to me? Not really. The the uh, the sim you know some of the symbols are just uh, they're almost pictograms. Um, yeah. But they, uh, you might have seen some uh, early cuneiform writing, mm -hmm. so there there are some aspects of that, but nothing that nothing you'd you'd openly recognize. You yeah. do find a, a section that has four pages. That are are filled with small writing, that is in, um, you know, your your typical, um, uh, you know, your typical English alphabet, but the words make no sense. Hmm. I'm kind of looking this uh, over, and I, I pass it from Henri over to Stuber, and I say, nothing really sticking out to me, but there's some, looks like there's some. English lettering, at least, on one of those pages, but it makes no sense. Oh, hey, Maxwell with the big gun, man. Something you can't do. I majored in linguistics at the University of Chicago. So he opens up this book, kind of proud of himself, and he looks at it. <laughs> Does he recognize anything? Um, well, the, so, uh, the, the cuneiform writing, um, you, you, it definitely has some similarities to it in, in that it's uh, a very, very old form of writing. Um, now, you didn't study cuneiform specifically, but you recognize no. it perhaps somewhere from a textbook. Um, uh, but not being able to identify it. Um, let me see here. <laughs> he, uh, While he's looking through the book, I'm going to show Maxwell the little patch of skin with the pattern on it. I just kind of hold it out like it's a dirty tissue. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, it looks quite old. And unable to translate it, Stuber would probably say, oh, it says, <clears throat> go screw yourself, Maxwell, eat your heart out. And he expects the, <laughs> the, the ridiculing to happen, and he just tosses the book to Maxwell's feet. And it almost seems like Max is only kind of half paying attention, and he sees the book drop at his feet, and he looks over at you and just kind of assumes you're being an asshole and just kind of, like, gives you a dirty look and picks the book up and hands it back to Henri and says, all right, so this Paul guy knew something about what was happening here, or at least that these creatures existed. So, oh, oh, you know guys, are we... Yeah, he's uh, he's going to pick up the pizza. Oh. Daylight's waning, guys. Are we are we going in here? Or are we turning around? I, I want to whisper a little quietly to Maxwell so that James can't hear. Uh, I don't care if Jack hears, but I don't I don't want James to hear. Yeah. Uh, I think you are maybe right about the dangers here, uh, but uh, this is the only phone for many many uh, uh, miles away, so we got to get in there. Uh, we make the phone call. And then perhaps uh, we see anything bad at all, we get the hell out of there, and we wait for the rescue planes to show up, huh? If we can get in there, 
and find a defensive position, barricade ourselves in a room with food, water, wait it out, we might be okay. Well, there is the antenna, so the communications room, she must be close to that, huh? I think I we should head for that area. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to start trudging in that direction. Again, I got my gun okay. out. I put the book away. I've just tossed that patch of skin on the ground. Eesh. And before heading into the station, I reach mm -hmm. into my tactical vest, pull out that Polaroid photo, and just unfold it for just a second and look at it and then fold it up and put it back. And I look back and I say, we bring in James? What do you think, Stuber? I was about to ask you the exact same question. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> On the one hand, we bring him with us. He might not like it. He might draw the things to us. On the other hand, if we leave him here, he might draw the things to us. I don't... The things that's just crazy talk. I can't believe we're talking about this. Um, you feel you feel you feel you feel, you feel tugging on your shirt on your shirt again, and uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, James sort of leans in, you know, almost like he's you know gonna whisper a secret, and he says, And Jack just kind of stares at him. And, and and as you turn to look at him, his his eyes are wide, and he's just sort of sort of staring at you. So what the, is that so, all about, sir, Mister Linguistics Man? Eh? Yeah. Are you guys seeing this, dude? Are you okay, James? James. Jack. Jack. Back. Back up a few steps from him. Jitas. And Jack kind of realizes it and immediately starts to yeah, just yeah. No worries, James. We're good. I click the safety off. James, what's what's going on? You you see, so he starts taking his shirt off, like he's sweat, and he's he's just sweating. It's like sugasus, tugak, ak, tugaglas. As he's tearing it off, you see buttons popping as he rips off his his flannel shirt. As he's disrobing, do I notice that he has a tattoo under his arm? Um. Well, as as he starts taking his shirt, you know, his t-shirt off, he kind of like just tears it over his head, and and you just you don't see it, you don't see the same mark as you saw on the uh, on those creatures, but mm -hmm. you do see this, you do see a strange circular discoloration in the exact same spot. Okay. And he's like, he drops to the ground, and and you see it's just pouring sweat, and it, and his skin is turning sort of. Um, sort of reddish. You can almost feel a fever coming off of him, even in this, uh, you know, standing a bit far back from him. You know, the, he's almost radiating heat. Backing up. Dugas. Dugas. Angun. Angun. Maxwell, I, I don't know. Just put this guy out of his misery, and he looks at Maxwell. Right, man? Right? <clears throat> right? Yeah. Get, be get behind me, Jack. Get behind me. I'm already way behind him. <laughs> Heading for the building, maybe. He, he, he reaches over. He reaches onto his back like this. He just kind of like... And, and you, you hear this sort of disgusting tearing sound as, as he starts, starts ripping. And you, no. and you see this, this, this no, lots of no. flesh pouring off. And as, oh, you, shoot, shoot. Yeah, I, as soon as that starts happening, I just 
send uh, just a quick burst right through his head if I can. All right, yep. Yeah. Uh, make a make a make an attack roll. Okay. He's not trying uh, to get out of the way anyway. Yeah. Before yeah. he shoots, <laughs> before he shoots, Jack would say, "What in the actual?" F-? And then gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven successes. Nice. Yeah, so you, you just open up into his head. The head just explodes backwards. And uh, the his, his body just jerks upwards, and he, his, his knees even leave the ground. And he goes flying you know, about five feet backwards onto the ground, spread eagle. You can see that some of the skin is already sort of torn off his hands. And you see one hand sort of just open up. And and you you see it seems much larger than the skin it just left, and and it's still sort of twitching as as you see these these huge clawed hands that look really familiar to you now, as as as, as it's just sort of twitching on the ground. Uh, his skin on his face looks looks very translucent. You can sort of see this this fur beneath it sort of moving almost like uh, maggots beneath cellophane. Tabernacle, what's it fuck, eh? Let this get the hell out of here. We make that phone call, huh? I I'm, I'm turning and few, heading for the building. I take a few steps forward and double tap James. Just a quick couple quick <laughs> rounds into the head. Yep. There's and, a couple. There's a couple little jerks as, as you as you hit the medulla oblongata. And I I turn and I look at at Henri and I say, Yeah, phone call. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. We're beelining it for the direction of the tower. All right. <clears throat> the, the antenna. Yeah, so as, as you approach the building, the building is, is really, you know, not very stylish. It's just gray, nondescript. There's, there's, a, there's a big steel um, in, industrial door on it with a, a, a pull handle and a, and a huge deadbolt lock. Uh, deadbolt lock. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, it's just it's just the big the big lock in in it and the uh, um, like I said, it's just a pull handle with just the the huge lock mechanism. Uh, Maxwell looks like this is on your resume. Yeah, if I get, if I get up there first, I'll I'll test the door to see if it's unlocked. <clears throat> no, it's it's solid, man. <clears throat> um, that look... is good. Nothing has used this entrance. Yeah, I'm just uh. Yeah, we'll we sure. to find out what's in there. Um, As, by now, by now it's pretty much dusk, and in the distance you hear this sort of. Right. Okay. Uh, it's so I uh, I look at Henri and I go, "You have any experience picking locks? Just shoot the fucking uh, thing." Yeah, I I painted my pistol. <laughs> I say I'd like to be able to lock this behind us, and I I uh, unclip my rifle from its uh, from its harness, and I hand it over to Henri, and I'm gonna uh, get Neil down in front of the lock, uh, pull out my uh, my dagger, and try and uh, pick this lock here if I can. <laughs> yeah, you can give it. A, you can give it a try. I don't have a skill for it, so um, is that going to be? It's just, it's just going to be Dex, probably. Dex. Okay. Well, I'm yeah. pretty good with Dex. So we'll see how this goes. That's nice. so one, two, three successes. Yeah. No, it, it, it it's it's uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a pretty sturdy lock. Okay. So yeah, I uh, <laughs> I grab my rifle back 
and stand a few feet back and put a couple rounds into the lock locking mechanism. All right, so boom, boom, you put two holes through it, and then, then, then you're kind of rattling with the second shot, and the door sort of jerks a little bit in the jam. And I uh, attempt to pull it open. Yep, it opens. Some 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 hardware on the other side sort of falls to the ground as it opens. <clears throat> there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of smoke kind of pouring out the other, the hole on the inside as you go in. Place is pitch dark. Yeah, I I turn on the light on the on the mount of my gun, and uh, I'll step into the room and immediately do a quick sweep check. Okay, uh, it, 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 you're walking into sort of this. Uh, uh, this kind of standard, you know, this sort of standard hallway. There are a couple doors on either side, uh, a door at the far end. <clears throat> it looks more like a, um, you know, kind of kind of like the administrative end of the building. Okay, so I I usher Henri and Stuber into the into the hallway and say we need to put as many doors between us and those things as possible. Uh, when I know how to do that. Uh, having been in these facilities before, maybe even this exact one. Um, you wouldn't necessarily have been here before. You know that you're. You, you know that you are in the administrative section. The uh, the pumping station itself is usually pretty isolated from this, uh, both for sound and for just security reasons. So you know that somewhere between here and the pumping station proper is a security door. Uh, you would also probably know that the radio station is up is probably one level up. And that it's probably also sort of, um, kind of adjacent to both. I would, uh, I would inform my companions of that radio station information. Yeah, I mean, yeah, keep, keep in mind your original purpose was you had technicians who were supposed to do all this stuff. You know, that you know your purpose necessarily wasn't necessarily to do that stuff. <laughs> so yeah, you, gotcha. you, you were you were given a lot of like maps or, or detailed information of that technicians were supposed to be dealing with that. I've got uh, my flashlight in one hand and a, my pistol in the other hand, but I'm going to let Maxwell lead. Okay. He's the better shot. We have to yeah. find these stairs, eh? Stairs, right. Uh, so I am just going to start moving down the hallway and like opening doors as I get to them. Uh, as as, as uh, what, you, what you find are basically offices. The offices themselves are very clean, as as only the offices that have been either not used or used very sparingly can can look like. Right. Um, but as you get to the end, the last door, you see a, an exit sign above it, with the uh, but it's no longer illuminated. You also see some emergency lighting. You know those those gray boxes up near the ceiling with the the two spotlights on it. Right. Um, those are there, but they're they're not currently active. Okay. So either either they you know, either the power's still on but turned off in certain areas or they've they've long since exhausted their batteries. Right. <clears throat> Does this exit door have a window? No. No, it's it's another one of those big sort of industrial doors. This one does not appear to be locked though. Well, Stuber, how do we how do we get up a level? Um Sometimes the exit can lead to the stairs, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe it's a stairwell. So I'll start heading towards the exit and shoulder the door open. Okay. Um, it, uh, it 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 it's a it's it's a little tight, you know, when you push on it, and it it feels like there's something behind it. So as you sort of push, it's sort of like a dragging sound, like. 
There's something can up we, against this door. Can we tell, though, even if he opens it an inch, we can tell if it leads to outside or inside. Oh, it's, def- it's, definitely, it's definitely inside, and you can okay. you can see the beginning of a stairwell going up. Okay. So I'll kind of try to try to get the door open a little bit and then shine the light on my rifle into the room. You see movement okay. at your you see movement at your feet as a hand falls like right in front of your foot. I would probably just instinct panic, just send a burst of rounds yeah. down at the thing and then kind of hold my hands up and like, okay. So boom, your rounds your rounds tear up the hand, ricochet off the off the the, hard, the hardened concrete floor and bounce around a bit. Sorry, sorry. Jesus. Sorry. Fucking death now. There's a there's a dead body in here. Yeah, better shoot it. I look at Stuber and I go. <laughs> I, I just don't even say. I just give him a look like, oh no. Yeah, and, and Stuber uh, kind of backs down. <laughs> and I go, just help me with the damn door. We need to get this thing open. All right, then he does so. All right, so you, you, it's, it doesn't take too long, too much to push it open. It's not. It's not a lot behind it, but there, there, there are two bodies behind it. <clears throat> They 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 look like they were either fell down or or were thrown down the stairs, and uh, they, they they look they look pretty beat up. Other skins on them. Yeah yeah they, okay. they they do appear to be wearing their skins. Okay all right. <laughs> um, but they're both they're both wearing the, they're both wearing the same kind of gray uh, jumpsuits and they have the uh, Exxon Mobil logo on their on their shoulder. Okay. Uh, clearly uh, technicians of some sort. Cool. So I, uh, I'll once we get the door open, I usher the the guys in, and I'll just kind of shine my light up the stairs and uh, check the stairwell. All right. I want you to point my flashlight at the bodies and see what killed them. Sure. <clears throat> um. Uh. Well. Uh. Th- there's there's some blood on them, mainly from their faces. Um. Uh. But one of them, the neck is clearly twisted in a very awkward fashion. So at least one of them has his neck broken. Although, you know, you're not sure whether that was a fall or if it was broken before, you know, that sort of thing. So So we know that something was in here, and uh, despite those doors being locked, it did this. We need to keep our uh, our uh, ed about us, huh? Yeah. Try and... Um. And I'll start heading up the stairs. Yeah, okay. Go. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, these are standard industrial stairs, like just just hard, you know, uh, steel st- steel uh, uh, diamond plate stairs, uh, concrete stairwell, and so you, you're, you're you're twisting up, and you come and you come to a uh, uh, another one of these industrial fire doors, and then it looks like there might be one, maybe two levels further up. You think the top one uh, that you can kind of look up through the stairwell. Uh, looks like it might lead onto the roof. Okay. I mean, the building didn't look that that tall from outside, so right. You know, three levels is pretty generous. Um. So I I take note of that for future reference. Um. And uh, mm-hmm. I look at Stuber and I say, uh, "What floor is uh? What floor would the radio be on?" Uh, would I know that fourth? Like, uh, you 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 probably think it would be near near the near the roof. Yeah. Again, uh, for, keep, just to keep the wiring keep going, simple. Just to keep going okay. up. Yeah, so I keep going, keep going up, and whatever the floor is, you know, the penultimate floor, I want to 
stop and open that door. Yeah. It looks like there's three floors in all. The one you came in on and then three above it. Um, the the one the third one looks like it leads onto the roof, so you went up one and then the next one up looks like is the the last floor before the roof. Okay, cool. So yeah, I wanna I wanna open that door. <clears throat> all right. Um, and again, you, you see almost an identical corridor to the one you just came out of. Uh, similar similar doors along along there. Uh, one door looks like it's it, it is ajar, but uh, uh, you get you get again you get kind of this kind of musty smell, like any place that hasn't been used in quite a while, in, in a while. Well, now that the ringing has stopped from my ears, I want to try and take a good listen. <laughs> All right, yeah, give me a perception roll. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, let me crank this up. Yes, let's see it. At least five. Okay. Yeah. Um, One, two, three, four, five. As you, as you as you kind of you know shush up your 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 companions, uh, in the distance you hear that you hear this kind of sound of static. Ah, is this way? Is this way? I can hear as a radio, huh? Uh, great. I'm going to indicate with my flashlight, uh, leaving Maxwell ahead of me. I'm just going to like sort of, you know, shake my flashlight in the direction of the static sound. Okay. <clears throat> Is it coming from the direction of the the door that's slightly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll head towards that door, and with my boot, I'll just kind of push the door open and just check check my corners as I as I step in. Okay, and you, out of your peripheral vision, you kind of you kind of glance down at, at the uh, again. It's one of these heavy deadbolt locks that it, that it had. It looks it looks like it's it's the the bolt has been broken off, and the hole that 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 the bolt went into has been bent inwards. Mm. And, uh, and 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 looking at the door, it looks like there's a, there's a fairly sizable dent in the steel door. Um, as as you look in, you see you see a a, a large radio uh, station. On the left, there's a, a big heavy desk. There's notes. There's folders. On the other side, there's just this rows and rows of, of uh, filing cabinets, big steel filing cabinets, just gray, you know, industrial looking. Uh, hunched over the desk is, uh, in front of the radio uh, is, a, is a radio man. His head is down on the desk, just, you know, with almost almost as with his forehead on the, the cold steel. He still has the big headphones on, you know, the big uh, old-fashioned headphones on. Um and there's a there's a huge piece of what looks like piping slammed through his back, and uh, dri- driven through him and into the floor. The floor is just covered in around him in a pool of, of you know just heavy coagulated blood, blood you know dr- down the front of him on the chair, you know on the table. He has papers clenched in his hand as as if he just kind of like clenched them in 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 reflex at the last moment, and. Uh, there are other papers sort of scattered around, um, looking rather uh, disheveled at this point. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Yeah, man. This is fucking bad, eh? And, of course, and of course, you do hear uh, out of the uh, out of a speaker, like up in the corner, you hear this... This kind of, kind of static. All right. We need to... We need to get in touch with someone... And uh, I look back towards the door and I say, if you guys sit tight, I think I might go up to the roof and keep an eye out for those things. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what? No, no. Yes, I agree with Jack. That is a bad idea. Is there... You agree with there Jack. There is only one okay, entrance. Yeah, now I know you're losing it. Listen, man. There is if... only one entrance to this room. Eh? You can help guard it while we make the call. Huh? The more I see what these things are capable of, the more I don't like the idea of us putting ourselves in a room we can't get out of. Well, that is a good point, but perhaps you could uh, guard the door long enough for us to make the call, eh? All right, make the call, and then I think we should go up to the roof, because at least I can try and stop these things before they get to the building. All right, uh, so... That's a good... That's Hold, hold on, hold on there, Hen, Heinrich. Okay, that's an excellent idea. Uh, and, he, you know, Jack, knowing that, you know, he heard the howling from outside, Maxwell, uh, or uh, please... Up to the roof. Kill them all. Just, just look. But come back as soon as possible if there's nothing there. Because holy shit. And he points to this guy with a massive metal makeshift spear through his back. Yeah, right. Henri, so I'm going I'm, to go up there, man. Hmm. I will do this fast. Yeah, so I'm do going it, do to... I'm stepping through the blood like a, a, as if it's lava, right? So mm -hmm. like I'm looking for pieces <laughs> of paper or bare patches of floor, and then I'm gonna reach in at like maximum range and and pluck the headset off of his head. <laughs> okay, yeah the the uh, uh, the floor is the floor feels like you know like a like a a, a really old movie theater you know at the <laughs> that hasn't hasn't been watched in a while so it's. Like, and uh, yeah, you get you get the headphones off, and even as you sort of bring them bring them kind of close to you, you can you can smell this reek coming from them, as you see sort of this, uh, you know, you see you see blood sort of coming out of his ears and just this uh, decay. Uh, he's obviously been here a little while. Well, I'll give him a quick wipe with my sleeve, the inside anyway. <laughs> I'll jam him on my head. And then All right. I've used enough radio equipment that, like, out in the wild and stuff. So I'm just sure. going to try and call. I would know, like, the local uh, rescue bases. Well, and stuff even like if that. You, even if you didn't, there's like a, there's like a little cheat sheet hanging on the wall in front of him. There's a little bit of blood spattered on it, but you can still read it. Right. So I'm going to call the one that I know is closest to us geographically. Yeah. There's the uh, the probably the closest one is a uh, uh, you know uh, a fairly uh, well known. Um, Coast Guard uh, rescue station. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm turning the dial. Hello, hello. Hey, it's Day. We need the help, huh? Come on, come on, answer, Demi. You're getting a lot of static. You think that uh, uh, you should get a clear channel, but there's, there's, a, there's a lot of static coming in. Hello, hello. Can anyone hear me? Anybody at all? After, after, after like five minutes of this and, and, and kind of adjusting the frequency here. Uh, 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 station three said two one five. Mayday, mayday! Yeah, we are at the Exxon base. Uh, we need the help. Eh? We need the help now. You must come get us. Uh, emergency! Can you st state the nature of your emergency? Uh, we have medical emergency. Uh, we have uh, dangerous animals. We, oui, we, oui, yes, yes. You must come get us. The people are dying. We need out of here now. Fuck. Again, again. Re repeat location. Uh, so I, 
I give him the Exxon number, which I forget, which is 3126 or something like that. Yeah, uh, the uh, uh, BC3125. Right, so that's what I that's what I say to him. Okay. Uh, repeat. Uh, did you, uh, BC, uh, repeat. 3125, eh? Toi, uh, eh? 3125. <laughs> uh, Roger. Uh, 3125, uh, copy. Send the help, eh? Hurry! Uh, meanwhile... Uh, McCormick, you get to the roof, <clears throat> and uh, uh, the 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 door opens, and um, the the door sort of knocks into something as you as you open. Not a body this time, but there's a uh, a fire axe on the on the on the ground. One of the one of the typical like red ones with a point on the end, and yeah, um, uh, it 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 looks it looks it looks a little beat up, and. Uh, uh, you stand you stand you come out basically directly in front of the the tower. Uh, the radio tower that goes up, and you can see that uh, the main cable that comes down from the tower kind of kind of snakes across the roof, and uh, goes into this junction box, which you presume kind of goes down into the radio radio room. Uh, it looks like someone went to town on this on this antenna wire with the axe. I mean, just just chopped it in 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 like half a dozen places. Just wham, wham, wham. And this is a this is a big heavy heavy cable, so they 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 really went to town. Even even like you know, cutting into part of the uh, the metal roof and just, you know, denting oh, into it. Just, just glancing over it with a mechanic skill of three, is there, would there be anything I could do to try and try and <laughs> fix this somehow? I mean, it's just chopped up. Not, yeah, not you. You, you need, you need, some, you need probably some electrical skills because as, as you look at this yeah. cable, you see that there's, there's like half a dozen wires that would have to be spliced yeah. or. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I see that, and I I'm gonna like <clears throat> move to the edge of the building and look out over the surrounding area, see if I can see anything. Okay, give me a perceptional. Okay. Uh, just out of curiosity, which way are you looking? Are you looking uh, west back the way you came? Are you looking east, north, south? Uh, I'd probably okay. first look back the way we came. Okay. Uh, like back towards where the cave and the camp was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, that is no successes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So as, as as you get over to the edge, you you hear some kind of bang over the as you're getting there, like a, almost like a like maybe a metal barrel falling over or something. But as you get over there, you look you you you're kind of looking around. You don't see anything. Shit. And I'm. It kind of internally, like, do I stay up here? Do I stay up here? And I just take one more cursory look around and just, shit. And I start, I, I go back towards the stairwell and start heading back down towards the radio room so I can tell them if the antenna's all messed up. Okay. So as, as you're sort of heading down, um, you know, again, it's an open stairwell so you can see down the bottom. Uh, you, you see you see the, you see, you see a momentary kind of little uh, uh, moon of light. And then you hear a door, uh, you know, one of those big doors slam. Boom. Down below. Oh, shit. And just very quietly, I say, I wish I had some grenades. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to 
shine my light Six. down the stairwell and see if mm-hmm. I can see what's down there. All right. Um, uh, you don't you don't see anything, but you 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 hear so in that in that the first hallway that you were sort of, um, uh, uh, looking at is beyond is is. Uh, uh, down that way, and the, the door still looks like it might be open, slightly ajar. And uh, down at the bottom of the stairway where the bodies are, you hear the sort of like the sort of wet kind of like whack, whack, whack. I almost, almost like if you took a stake and like slapped it against a a wall or something. I I just move down the stairwell to the floor that. Jack and Henri are on, and mm-hmm. I'm going to take another glance down the stairwell and then just head to the, the radio room. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Meanwhile, uh, what is uh, what's, what's, what's Jack doing while Henri is, is struggling with this call? Uh, staring at the dead body. <laughs> staring at almost kind of like, I don't know, losing it. Yeah, the, the, uh, when he took the headphones off, the head the head sort of tilted sideways, and its eyes are still open. So as 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 you're sort of looking at it, you just have these 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 uh, glazed over sort of white eyes uh, that have clearly been uh, been here for a while. Are sort of looking back. <clears throat> Hurry up there, Henry! Hurry up. Yeah. So a- a- after after that, Henry, um, you uh, you get no more. Uh, there's there's no more no more sound from the other end. I think I got through, eh? He, he acknowledged. That is good. We we yes yes. We just need to wait for the help now. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> how long? How how long do you think? Uh, depends on how much they move their houses, eh? Perhaps an mm. hour, maybe more. Mm, I yeah, shrug. I mean. Uh, considering the distance, they're more toward the coast because, again, Coast Guard, they tend to, you know, deal more with ships lost. But they, they deal with also missing persons and, you know, who've gone hiking or whatever. And, yeah, you guess uh, if, if they left immediately, they could be here in maybe an hour. Yeah, I'm going to play it up a little bit for Jack. Well, yeah, yeah. And my own optimist. Mm-hmm. Of, see. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, about this moment, the, the door bursts open and McCormick comes in. Oh, you scared the shit out of me, eh? Perhaps there's you want something, to keep warning before you keep the doors open. There's something here. The antenna cables all messed up up there. Did you get through? I think so. We we they, they acknowledged. Uh, help should be here in an hour, perhaps two. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, we need to barricade the door to this hallway and... Oh, I don't, there's something in here with us. There's something moving down there. I don't know if it's one of those things or what. We gotta move quick. Maybe we should get the fuck out of the building. We are trapped in here like the animals. We can go up to the roof. Uh, we, uh, did you see a ladder to the ground? There must be easy fire escape. I uh, uh could, I didn't I didn't could you guys all get could you guys all give me a perception roll, please? Is this sound? No, it's visual. Okay. Uh, one success. Jeez. <laughs> Three, four, five. I need to shoot some stuff. I'm better at that. Three. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, Jack, as 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 uh, Henri and and uh, Max are talking strategy, you you you're sort of just you know kind of walking around, you know, rubbing your head, sort of in a panic, trying not to look at the body that's staring back at you, and you look at some of the papers on the table, and uh, you notice that one of the ones that near 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 this near this body's hand, um, it ha- it has some of the same uh, or similar writing to the little book you have. Uh, Thaganet Tugath et Tun. You know, you see, but you see, it's kind of crumpled up. But you, you, you can see these strange, these strange words scrawled on it. I'd pick it up and kind of unravel it and try to smooth, yeah, it, and smooth it, it out. It, it looks like it was written, you know, in maybe, uh, you know, marker or ballpoint pen. But it's, it's, um, but it's definitely these, you know, some. Uh, uh, similar words to the ones you saw in the, uh, in the book. And if you, and thinking about, you know, uh, James and, and the words he was saying, you know, they, they could be the same. There's something seriously messed up going on here, guys. Yeah. I, I noticed. And, and I kind of hold up the sheet of paper and I say, uh, the, the 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 gibberish that James was saying earlier, um, it's on this sheet of paper. Was it paper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in fact, it's, it's uh, Exxon Mobil letterhead. <laughs> right. <Who laughs> There's like bloody fingerprints on it. Because the <laughs> creatures after us, who gives a fuck about the writing, huh? Uh, good point. But Jack just can't shake it, like. This is the weirdest media liaison day he's ever been on. <laughs> ever. And the understatement yeah. of the reward goes to? Henri once encountered a grizzly uh, quite up the par. With um, so do I remember there being uh, any sort of ladder or fire escape up on the roof, Alex? Uh, you mean to get down on the outside? You didn't see yeah. any. Yeah, okay, you, yeah. But you only went to one side of the roof. So. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't spend a whole lot of time looking around. So I tell Henri, like, I, I didn't. I didn't notice if there was a ladder up there or not. If we go up there, we might be stuck up there. There has to be. Eh? I've been in a few of these buildings. I look over at, uh, at Jack. Yeah, there must be the fire escape. Eh, it is. Uh, they build them to the code. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you realize OSHA would not let you build this thing without uh, some kind of, mm-hmm. some kind of fire code. Uh, but but Jack wouldn't know that. Uh, sure, because you know it's he's not the blue collar <laughs> worker. He doesn't true. know that. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Up to the roof then, and uh, I uh, unholster my sidearm and I hand it handle first over to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I'm gonna need it, right? And he <laughs> takes it. Just don't drop this one. Mm. You got it, Max. Yeah. All right. I, th- I think Easy they're trying way. to come up. I think they're trying to come up the stairwell, so we got to move fast. Let's go. All right. Got so you, got, you got the U.S. door. You take a right. <clears throat> you get to the the big heavy fire door for the stairwell. Open it, and uh, uh, there's nothing there. Uh, and uh, you start working your way up. Down below. Um, you still hear the sort of the, this this sort of faint uh, this faint sort of movement at the bottom, and you you hear the, this this kind of squishing sound, um, uh, uh, maybe like something 
uh, you know, almost chewing something. Just go, just go, 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 go. Upstairs, upstairs. Yeah, I, 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 like, double-time it up to the roof. <laughs> As you reach the door, you hear, you hear this, this, this echo from below. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, it sounds like something has hit the stairs and is, is moving up. Boom, boom, boom. Fuck. Get out, get out. So as we as we get to the roof, uh, mm. I'm going to try and see if there's a way that I can, like, bar the door with that fire axe. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it, it opens uh, – uh, it, it, this door opens inward. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could you could jam in the fire axe, and it would uh, probably keep it from – you know, if you push it all the way through, it would probably keep it, you know um, – from opening inward. Okay. Assuming whatever is trying to open is not strong enough to break. Well, yeah, I, I assume it's going to snap it like a toothpick, but it'll at least slow it down a little bit. So as soon as we get up on the roof, I close the door and slide the fire axe in there. And okay. uh, I'm going to immediately just instinct just kicks in. I'm going to look around for the most defensible position on the roof. Anything I can take cover behind, anything like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a big air conditioning unit. Um, uh, uh, and heater on the uh, in the middle of the roof. Um, there's the big there's the big radio tower, of course, that that that, that stretches you know way above you because this thing is meant to kind of clear the mountains. So this is this is this is quite a tall uh, radio tower for a place like this. Um, you know, there's a couple of air vents. You know, kind of still they're still they're still turning with sort of heat rising from the inside. And uh, uh, it, so yeah, so there's a few places to kind of duck behind. Okay. I'm putting more distance. Like, in other words, I want to be further from the door than he is. Okay. And at the same time that I'm checking out potential hiding spots, I'm going to be looking out for the ladder because it would probably come up and kind of curve over. You know, It would stick up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you, you kind of look around, and you see on the, on the north side toward where the – uh, the bulk of the of the uh, the pumping station is where where all the machinery would be, all the the you know the the dirty stuff. Um, on the north end is you, you see uh, you know the, the the two curves of the ladder going down. All right, so that's the spot. I'm I'm picking a spot behind some some structure there, you know, hiding me from the door. That's not far from the ladder. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff sticking up, like I said, like the. Uh, the air conditioning unit, some other stuff that are um, that are there, and it, just just about as you get to the other side, you hear this boom from across the uh, the roof. Uh, those of you who are closer, it's much louder. And as you hear this boom, you see this dent appear in the door, and 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 the uh, the axe rattles. You guys might see Jack is on the door. Oh, nice. <laughs> Jack is climbing the radio tower. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a ladder, actually a ladder, kind of a maintenance ladder built into it, which is basically just alternating uh, pegs that sort of stick out of it on on one of the legs that goes up. He's got a, so, a busted left hand, and he's got a pistol in his right hand, so he's kind of like elbowing it, like <laughs> clumsily as best as he can. Yeah, so you hear this boom again, and, and the, the door the door goes, and uh, uh, Max, you're the closest, and you and you, you see you see you see the the axe sort of crack a bit as the uh, as something hits it from the other side. As soon as that happens, I'm going to start sending rounds through the door. Okay. 
This is like thunder. Make a roll. Okay. Come on, Maxwell. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Nice. Okay, so yeah, so you, you're opening up on the door. Boom, 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 boom. You see, uh, you know, you see those black dots appear. Little chips of of uh, of gray paint sort of flecking off and flying in the air. Little flashes of sparks, and you hear this from the other side, and there's a huge slam, and the door slams open. The the the, the handle of the the axe shatters. Bits of wood, the handle is flying, and the door slams open. Despite the fact that it opened inward, you see part of the door jam sort of bent and twisted, and you see another one of these creatures just just uh, looking looking furious, even as it has uh, uh, several several flesh wounds from 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 your your shots to the door, and and, and it's peering around with these yellow eyes. I'm uh, I'm firing my three odd six. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get an initiative set up here. So, everyone, uh, roll your initiative if you would please. Right. Oh. <laughs> I got one success. Oh, oh look, geez. me too. <laughs> uh, I got two. Four. Two for the creature. Oh, okay. Henri, oh. you're 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 on you're on tap this time. So, so this is my uh, first time shooting this gun. So yeah. it's my attack rating I roll. That many dice. Yes. Yeah, you roll your attack rating, and um, and you'll add your there's there's like a damage modifier. So whatever you get above its defense, and then plus that damage modifier. Right, but I don't roll those damage modifiers. No, no, no. You just roll right your your your. Oh, well, I forgot about my damage I, thing. No, I haven't been doing that. Four to five. Nice. Plus three for the gun. Uh, yeah, well, the three is damage, right? That doesn't count toward the hit. Right, um, right, right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but that will count the damage if you hit him. So let's see what he gets. Uh, ooh, it did pretty good. One, two, three, Christ. four, five. Ready to action train at the fucking door. I, mean, I know. This fucking thing is huge. Well, you're on the other side of the roof, which is pretty, which is a good distance. But you, 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 uh, uh, you do manage to get it. Um, uh, you, you got five, right? Four, four to five. I got oh. four to five. All right. So, as as you sort of open fire on it, it uh, it, it it ducks its head. Um, you catch part of the door. Which, you know, boom, and and uh, flecks of metal bounce off of it, and it's it's just looking around. Oh. Uh, it seems it seems it seems to be looking right at you, Henri, and and it starts charging across the roof. Boom, boom. I'm making for the roof. I'm making for the ladder rather immediately. Okay, all right. So it, it it's just running across the roof. It's it, it doesn't it doesn't even notice um, uh, Jack up above or uh, or Max. It, it's just charging for Henri. Um, Max. Uh, I as this thing is running towards Henri, I'm gonna just track it and just send another round, a few rounds through it. All right. Uh, <clears throat> it will have a bit. It will actually have a minus on its roll on this one because it's six. Um, Uh, well, with a minus, it still did pretty good. I got three. 
Okay, and I got six, so minus that three, and then plus my damage, yep. so that's six damage. Nice. So, boom, you, you, you just you just cut right up through its back and its shoulder, and the thing just, you know, reels from the, from the, from the shots that cut through it. And, and the, this howl sort of like just echoes through, through the, uh, through the air, you know, hurting your ears as it, as it, as it kind of lurches forward. Um, uh, Jack. Uh, is climbing up the radio tower. Okay. Still climbing. climbing. All right. Yeah. You're getting high. You're definitely getting higher. You're about, uh, uh, 40 feet up with another 80 or 90 feet to go. I think you'd <clears> probably <throat> take just a, uh, haphazard shot. We'll say that he uh, that I he gave me a revolver. Uh, yeah. Boom! Just at you know at this creature and he misses. Sure. He absolutely yeah, yeah. misses. He definitely <laughs> takes a shot. All right. So is there a, a, a gunshot from above it? Almost, we'll almost, no, almost no one notices. Notices. Yeah. We'll say it come <laughs> maybe like pew. Maybe gets a little close, but not really. Uh, does yeah, he notice yeah. it, or is this creature dead? <laughs> Yeah, no, it doesn't even notice it. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right, um, Henri. So you 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 get you're 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 climbing down the ladder, right? Yeah, I'm half climbing, half climbing, half sliding down. Mm -hmm. um, look, look, I'm looking up at this thing, and I've I've got my rifle slung, and I've got my pistol, you know, close at hand. And if I, this thing appears, I'm firing guns into its face. Okay. Well, you right now you have both your hands on the lattice as you're sort of sliding down. You have your feet clenched to it. You're, right. you're only half sliding. You know, you're not entirely used to this sort of behavior. Right, seen, right. You saw, right. You saw it in a movie once, though. I can um, climb pretty <laughs> good, but not ladders so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You saw it in a movie once at the Cineplex. Um, uh, when, this thing gets, when this thing gets to the edge of the roof, it, it looks down and sees you. And it just vaults. Oh. It just vaults off the edge. It. Yeah. As soon as I see it. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a shot at it with a with a minus two, because uh, it's gonna. Because it, basically, when it gets to the edge, it doesn't even stop. It just kind of vaults off the edge, and uh, and just drops past you to the ground. Mm -hmm. Well, four to five again. Nice. And one. Two. Oh, you got two. So, so you got two plus your weapon's plus. damage rating. So four. Okay, so four. So you hit it as it, as it passes by you, and it lands on the ground at the bottom. Boom. Um, maybe falling forty feet or fifty feet would have hurt it too. I don't know. Uh, no, it, it looked like it did a pretty good job of 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 making that landing. Um, be badly wounded. Oh, it is badly wounded. No doubt, it, you, you see, you see, it's covered in blood. There's a couple, there's a couple bullet wounds through it. It is, uh, um, you got, you, you took a shot off of it, so it's, it's, uh, it's bleeding there. Now, of course, you guys on the roof saw this thing leap over and land. Uh, it just disappeared, and you heard a gunshot. So you're not sure what's going on. Um, uh, Max. So I see this thing vault off the roof, and I'm just kind of wide-eyed. I watch it just run and jump. And I hear it down in the snow below, and I'm gonna just like move as quickly as I can to the edge of the roof. And mm. as I do so, I drop the mag out of the gun, grab one of my last ones, shove it into the gun, and move to the side and see if I can get a clear shot and shoot down at this thing where it landed. Yeah, you can probably get a shot at it. Okay. 
Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine successes. Wow. We get all successes on his, but still, you still, you still got more than him. Christ, Alex. Five, I know. Five, I am. five out of five. Fuck so off that would five. be that would be six uh, six damage on him. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you shoot down. So um, Henri, as you sort of cling to the ladder, you hear these these uh, these these high powered bullets sort of whiz past you. <laughs> sort of duck into the ladder to uh, just reflexively, and they they just they just pummel this thing. You see these splashes of blood as this thing kind of just goes staggering backwards, and uh, it grabs hold of the ladder, and you feel you sort of feel it move. Henri, as it grabs it, just a sheer mass as it as it sort of hangs at it for a moment, uh, you know, kind of King Kong like, and uh, just finally lets go and drops to its back. <laughs> Fucking hell! I come crawling back to the roof. I'm looking <laughs> over. And I look at uh, at Maxwell. I. I give him a nod. I give him a thumbs up, sort of with a, like a almost a crazed look on my face. <laughs> then I look up at Faye Ray and wonder what the fuck Jack's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, well, Jack's probably still climbing because he, he is. He probably doesn't know what's happened. He's you know, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know the totally. So he's just he's still he's still climbing. I uh, I just look o- up at Jack and I look at Henri and I I just kind of have a internal realization that like when these when more of these things come, both of these guys are just gonna book it. Like you just got to be ready for both of them to just leave <laughs> and, and and let you hopefully kill them. And so I I kind of like I reach down and I help Henri get back on the roof and I don't say anything to him and I just kind of walk away. And uh, just kind of just keep looking at the door in case more are coming up. Yeah, you realize too that you've you've only got like two clips left. Yeah, you, you've, I'm you've, like you've, I'm you've getting down to it. These things, and and so you're uh, uh, you realize that you know you're you're getting low on ammo. <clears throat> so I kind of over my shoulder. I say, getting low on ammo, Henri. Well, uh, we only have an hour or perhaps two to wait, eh, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. <sighs> yeah, Jack, about, the, about this point, you kind of pause and look down, and, and you see that they're standing kind of casually, you know, at the bottom, so you figure the, the danger is probably passed. And he says, uh, hey, um, uh, did we win? Win, 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 win. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, high ground. I I just look at Henri and <clears throat> quiet enough where, well I'm not even trying to be quiet about it, but I just look at Henri and I say, does he realize one of those things could probably snap the tower and just drop him a hundred feet to the ground? Yeah, he is not that. Uh, uh, you say uh, smart in the head? Yeah, apparently not. Jack, come back down. At this point, at, at this point in the day, it's it's uh, there's, there's just a little bit of light left in the sky, and 
you know, the darkness is settling and you realize within, um, uh, within half an hour, it's, it's going to be almost pitch dark. The, uh, uh, you can, you, but you can see even in, even in the, the dim light, you know, even in the, the fact that it's not pitch dark yet, you can already see the, uh, the Aurora Borealis overhead as it sort of ripples in the air above you. And, uh, um, off in the distance, you hear another very faint. It might be a bear, but it could be one of those things. Just is there like at the top of this tower, kind of like a crow's nest type thing, like a I don't know, just a place where people could be? Um, there's not like a crow's nest. There, there is a little, a little sort of working platform up at the top where there's some there's some electronic equipment for transmission. Uh, so it's basically just like a, a little kind of triangular. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't even be enough big enough for a tree well, stand. Yeah, I mean, you could basically sit on it and hang your legs over the edge, <laughs> kind of thing. It's like a about the size of a stool. Okay, so yeah, okay, so knowing that there's no place for the you know all of us to just sit and wait, <laughs> uh, Jack would just let out the most disgruntled sigh you've ever heard and just start climbing back down, <laughs> but very slowly, just in case one of these things comes back. Uh I want to go. Um, I want to walk over to where he is, the base of the tower. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to take one of my flares out of my backpack, and I'm gonna uh, here uh, see if you can jam this up there. It will help the uh, rescue plane find this place. Eh? Another disgruntled. Uh, and he grabs the flare, <laughs> rolls his eyes puts the gun in his pocket and starts climbing back up the tower <laughs> towards the top. And when he gets to the top at some point, he will light the flare. Mm-hmm. How many of those uh, flares you got, Henri? Three. Uh, two now. Mm. How long do they last? Fifteen minutes, perhaps thirty. Uh, we should probably hang on to them then. Uh, what is Jack's strength, by the way? Uh, two. Yeah, he's getting pretty winded at this point. He's he's panting now. I mean, he, apart from the running, you know, the the running beforehand, the hike. You just came off a long day's hike. You ran up a flight of stairs, and now you've been climbing up and down this this thing. You're you're getting pretty pretty exhausted at this point. I never told him to climb up. I said put him where he is. But he doesn't want to listen. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Before all the light goes completely, I want to take my binoculars and do a 360 looking around for any potential threats, I guess, anything approaching the building. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah, give me a perception roll. Sure. Two, three, four, five, six. Uh, two. Okay. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean, as, as you sort of pan around, um, I mean, it's tough because once you get past out the, you know, out past the fence, um, there's maybe another, you know, 10 to 20 yards before you hit, you know, heavy trees. Excuse me. So, um, yeah, there's not much that you, that you can pick up beyond that. <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually looking for anything that could reach us within the next, oh, 60 minutes or so. So I'm not looking way off in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, even, even that, I mean, um, this, the stuff that, that you'd be able to see would be within – you know, maybe five or ten minute range. Beyond that, there's there's pretty heavy trees. Um, okay. So. <clears throat> um, 
you, you do see the wreckage of the uh, of the uh, the poor boy James below, but uh, other than that. How many bodies have we? I'll say this to Maxwell. How many bodies have we seen so far? As there was the uh, the four environmentalists, and we saw uh, two in the stairway and the radio person. Uh, uh, hey, Jack, what does the uh, employee count for a place like this, huh? What? Well, you uh, you handle the uh, the dollars, the budget. So, how many uh, peoples are working here that get paid, huh? The hell, if I know what? No, I don't know. <laughs> I just I talk to people. You think there's supposed to be six? Uh, um, uh, five or six, seven at the most. And I look at Henri and I say, we don't know how many environmentalists there were either. Oh, this is true. Yeah. I'm just saying how many more of those things there could be. <clears throat> I don't know. More than I have bullets for. I'll tell you this. If I get out of this alive, I'm going to write the book, huh? Yes, I write <laughs> the book. I get the monies. Maybe it's the movie. Uh, yes, I get the money and I live somewhere where these fucking things don't exist. I, if I get out of here, I think I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Yes, Just, Retire, uh, start up as a cabin in the woods. Yeah, maybe not a cabin in the woods. Maybe a city, <laughs> lots of people, and no wilderness. And uh, I take that Polaroid out again, and I unfold it, and I'm looking at it, and I go, i got to have a place for her to run around, though. And I hand him the Polaroid, and it's a picture of a younger-looking Max... And he's got his arm around this German shepherd, and she's got a collar on and a little tag that says Isabel, and he's just holding this shepherd, just smiling into the camera. Hey, very nice, huh? Yes. <laughs> I hope you get to see her again. Uh, she seems like a good kid. I hope so. She's uh, she's all I have, so i got to get back for her. I, um, I'm going to pull a little flask out of my jacket, and I'm trying not to let Jack see it. <laughs> I take a quick sip and then we, uh, Jack, uh, I'm having a bonding moment. Find, Don't come down here. We share your feelings. <laughs> I uh, I take the flask and uh, I sort of instinctively instinctively give it a sniff and then kind of roll my eyes as I realize I can't smell anything. And uh, I I take a swig and hand it back to him and I go. Well, I don't. Uh, drink alcohol for the taste anymore, but it definitely helps with the cold. And the nerves, huh? <laughs> yeah, and the nerves. Um, and uh, you realize you don't see uh, you don't see too many stars, so you realize that there are clouds sort of moving in, uh, which means it's going to be a pretty dark night. Is there anything we can put in front of that... Uh... What remains of that door, eh? Even if we cannot uh, block it, perhaps we can put the uh, the noisemakers. Yes. Well, there's a bunch of 
torn up cable up here from the uh, from the antenna. We could probably rig up some sort of trip wire in the doorway. Wee 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 wee. Yes, I will give you a hand. And uh, I, ha I still have that hatchet from the environmentalist camp tucked into mm -hmm. the back of my belt, and I kind of grab that out and hand it to Henri, and I mm -hmm. say, uh, "Yeah, let's uh, let's get that going." I look at the hatchet. Uh, how am I going to use this to block the door off? Oh. <laughs> say, uh, <laughs> cut up some of that cable and see if we can rig up a tripwire or something. Oh, yes, we, we, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take sections of the cable that have already been cut, yeah. separated from the antenna. Mm -hmm. And you see this good <laughs> thick wire, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to cut a good length, this, at least a length that's wide enough that you can stretch it across the door a couple times. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for anything that's going to trap or snare this thing, but just something that might um, have it make a sound. Yeah, so, uh, yep. And then the other thing I want to do is I want to cut off little lengths of wire, maybe about this big, and I'm going to mm -hmm. kind of like try and pound them into sort of like little crude caltrops. Okay. And, uh, scatter a yeah, few. Yeah, I mean, you could definitely use the uh, – there's like a heavy grounding wire that comes off the tower, which is basically just a big exposed you know, heavy wire of, of copper that they use for grounding tall towers like that, you know, from lightning strikes and whatnot. So, yeah, that, that would definitely do it for you. Right, so between the the hammer side of the axe and the little wire cutters I got, I'm going to try and make a few of these caltrops as well. I'll toss the, awesome. the eight-foot eight length of cable towards Max, and he can string it across, and then I'm going to put a bunch of these crude caltrops in the doorway, so at least it's got a step on Maybe a little slow it down a tad anyway. Sure. Uh, what is uh, Jack doing? Uh, you hear a... At, from the top of the radio tower and you just see a bright red light as Jack is just uh, exhausted sitting on top of this kind of <laughs> stool holding this flare and thinking great, now in this pitch black anybody can that's coming to rescue us can see us anybody can see us <laughs> he doesn't really realize it but he's <laughs> holding the flare Waiting for rescue. <laughs> yeah, so as you look up, you see these this kind of break, uh, sort of flickering light as little sparks are sort of falling from above. Um, um, a T-Rex yeah, shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, freeze! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone knows Sasquatch hunt by movement. Yeah. <laughs> So, so he's up there holding, you know, holding his, uh, you know, holding his flare up, you know, asking the band to play Freebird one more time, and uh, <laughs> the rest of you are are, are getting the uh, the door sort of secured, and uh, uh, you don't hear uh, you don't hear much from the surrounding, uh, you know, the surrounding forest, and by not much I mean you don't hear anything from the surrounding forest, which is perhaps even more unsettling, you know, uh, especially for you, Henri. You're 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 accustomed to these forests. You're used to hearing, you know, other animals, other sounds, um, and uh, you're just not hearing anything. It's just 
quiet. Um, and just about the time you're done setting up your your, your sort of makeshift caltrops and and just you know trip wiring the door, you he you know a uh, uh, snow begins to fall. As uh, as the clouds sort of move in, and uh, uh, within within a short time, every, everything's sort of blanketed in this white um, this white snow. Well, what I am listening for primarily is the sound of a plane. <laughs> <clears throat> Nothing yet. Although, yeah, you definitely be expecting more of a probably a helicopter. But uh, yeah, the uh, the the snow's falling. Um, it's the darkness is settling, and the only light is as you look up. You still see this sort of this flare going, and it's it's illuminating the snow that's sort of falling above you and coming down. <clears throat> and oh, uh, Christmas tree! <laughs> kinda, yeah. Um, uh, not near the holidays, I'm afraid. Um, and Jack's no angel. <laughs> Isn't he though? <laughs> He's the angel we deserve. Silent guardian. That's right. But not the one we need. Yep. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm just kind of standing there with my rifle, and I'm just looking at the door, <clears throat> and occasionally taking out that Polaroid and looking at it, and I just look at Henri and I go, ah. How long has it been? Has it been an hour yet? I do not think so, Monsieur. Perhaps uh, 20, 25 minutes. Uh, perhaps 30. Uh, uh, this is the worst part about tours in the Middle East. It's the waiting. Days of it. You just sit there waiting for something to happen. It's almost like you almost wanted something to go wrong, you know, so you could go work. It's like now we're just sitting here, just waiting. We wait you come one for waiting. It is uh, strange for me too. Eh? I am used to the animal behavior, and, uh, and you know, grizzly bear, perhaps the polar bear up in the north, but this this is like nothing I have seen before. This is not like animal behavior. This is like half and half. The Sasquatch, I did not think. Uh, you hear the stories, the tales, you think them's a folklore, huh? but not like this. It's, um, it's almost like the, well, it seems like that the people become these creatures somehow. I, they're like yes. shedding their skin. But why? How? It does not make the sense. There is no science for this. No, there's not. I remember I'm from the Pacific Northwest, and I remember hearing old stories about skin changers. You know, people who could literally shed their skin and become something else. Like... Like werewolves. <laughs> the tales are everywhere, huh? But how many do you know have the proof? I'll tell you, if we can survive this, we can be rich, huh? We have the proof of the Sasquatch. Look, it is right there at the bottom of the ladder. Uh, you took it out with that gun. You showed it to the fucking boss, huh? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, I did. 
about this time about this time the uh, the flare goes out and oh, you're Jack's okay up there. And, you're, and you're plunged into absolute darkness um well we've got the little flashlights and uh, the light on the gun I guess um, almost on cue you hear uh both to the west and to the north, you hear, I I look at Henri, just listening to the roars kind of echoing, and I say, I don't think I have enough bullets, man. Perhaps we can uh, maybe delay them. We can uh, put down the um, uh, the distraction. If we go to the far end, opposite the ladder, maybe we start uh, the fire, something. Yeah, whatever whatever you think is going to work. I You just point me at something you want me to kill, and I'll do my best. Jack, are you, you all right up there? Um, yeah. <clears throat> What's up? <laughs> yeah, Jack, you're sort of hanging up there. You have your 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 regular pack, plus you have the the pack that you took from uh, from from uh, from poor James that's still hanging on you with the uh, still loaded down with uh, those strange liquids and uh, and uh, rice balls. <sighs> you, I pull out one of the bottles and I. Open it up, smell it one last time, ooh, and take a swig. Okay. It's very, it's very spicy, but it's but it also has kind of a warming sort of quality to it. It um, puts hair on your chest, literally. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <clears throat> say say what you want about these envir- Say what you want about these environmentalists. Uh, they know how to party. Party, party. <laughs> um, I'm gonna shake my head. I want to walk over to the southern edge of the roof, uh, opposite where the ladder is, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. pull out um, some pieces of paper and stuff that I have in my pack. You know, literally gonna just set them on fire with the lighter and drop them off the roof, like a couple of them. Okay. Maybe as a, I don't know. <laughs> A desperate attempt at a brief distraction. All I'm thinking now is stall, stall. So. Okay, so you walk over the edge of the roof, you light these things, and drop them. As, as they sort of drop down, you see, you see the light sort of following down the building. And as they get to the bottom, you see two figures uh, sort, of, sort, of, sort, of mo- sort of moving along the edge of the building and looking up, and you see these, these sort of reflective uh, nocturnal eyes looking up, reflecting the light of the fire. And... Uh, you hear this sort of uh, the stereo of, of, of voices. So I, I saw enough to know that they're not human. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah, it's two of these things, and, and they, uh, uh, they 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 clearly saw you. Well, I'm going to move away from the edge and uh, okay. head back towards uh, towards Maxwell. They you, are, you, you start to do some bang on the side of the building. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, that's okay. They're down there banging. They're not up here eating. 
Um, I, I think they are uh, surrounding the building, perhaps. Eh? Uh, like I... you say, there is not enough bullets. How many are there? I saw two there, and that's just a place I happen to look. Eh? I'm afraid to look the other places. Well, I'm going to save my last two mags here for the ones that get up the stairs. If I start taking shots at him from the roof, I'm not going to get as many kill shots. Don't, oui, uh, oui, oui, yes. The thing in, uh, <laughs> don't fire until you see the whites of their eyes. I'm going to do that. Um, you, you hear some sort, of, some sort of tearing of metal. <laughs> it sounds like fencing as, as it's being torn apart. <laughs> Oh, boy. I wish we had grenades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I see anything? I know it's pitch black. Do I... From the high well, you can, you, you can see a light, a flashlight I'm carrying, and a light yeah. on the can, can, can you give me... Can everyone give me a perception roll? Damn, Skippy. Sound or sight? Sound. Right. I'm going to do both. <laughs> I'm not carrying, so... I got two, four one, two, successes. Three, four, five, six, seven, fucking eight. Nice. I got two. <laughs> I get a rock. I'm a rock. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Henri, as, as, as you're sort of looking around, your eyes kind of widening as, as all these things are going on, um, you, uh, uh, as, as, you, as you look to the west, you see, you see, you see, you see a, like a blinking red light, and you hear this, this distant kind of like... Right. So I grin widely, uh, and in my best Raider impression, I say, choppers. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, th I think we're going to go with tattoo here. You know. But anyway, um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you, you, you hear the, uh, uh, you hear that. They're the, coming, the, they're coming. Uh, I'm going to um, light one of my flares. I was going to say, light a light a flare. Almost in response to your 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 statement that they're coming, uh, the door bursts open at the top of the at the top of the stairs. Boom! And this time it comes off the hinges entirely, and and slams onto the ground, hanging on by the bottom hinge, just skewed aside. And uh, yeah, let me see here. Steps in a bunch of cow troughs and yeah. breaks a wire. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, so... Uh, Damn it, Alex. <laughs> oh, my God. Knock it off. <laughs> no! Bad DM, bad DM. <laughs> this is why I use the E, the e dice, because you wouldn't believe me otherwise. Um, uh, so, so, yeah, so uh, it, it knocks him aside, but it clearly, you know, trips the wire. You hear this sort of stumbling, and, 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 and it sort of lands and, and kind of, like, lands with one one hand on the, on the ground, just... And, you, and as your light is sort of moving around, you see these, again, these reflective sort of cat eyes or, or you know, nocturnal eyes looking around. And they're focusing on your light because that's the only light available at this point up here. So they're looking right at you, uh, Henri, or the these two eyes. <clears throat> you also see the creak from the uh, the ladder that you, uh, that you were down before. And as you kind of like pan your light over there really quick, you see you see you see the the ladder sort of moving, and even the metal sort of bending slightly as it, under under excessive uh, weight that exceeds OSHA regulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, 
Why don't we start with Dead Mouth? What are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna just lay into this uh, Sasquatch that's tripped over the the wire that we laid. Okay. All right. Do it. All right. One, two, three, four, five successes. That's my worst roll with the gun yet. <laughs> Fifteen. That's horrible. Yeah. It, that's right. It, it only got three. So. Okay. Cool. So that's five total then. Oh, nice. So. Your 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 uh, uh, your weapon's just run up the front of it. See the in in, uh, in the faint light from Unri's light flashlight, which is kind of bobbing around at this point. You catch these little puffs of of blood, and think as it comes lunging forward. Um, Mac, uh, sorry, uh, Jack. Um, I'm trying to get like a gauge of what's happening down there, and I'll hold up the gun that. Um, uh, one of the the moving beings inside of Henri's uh, flashlight image, and just yeah, it, it's weird because yeah, because you're getting multiple uh, sensory input because you're getting the sound. You hear sound from over by the edge of the uh, creaking from the edge of the wall. You hear climbing over there. Then then you hear something from here, and you see Henri's flashlight sort of flash across something. You hear the gunfire flashing. So you kind of see that uh, that Max hit something. Well, I'm going to look at one of these moving figures and just shakily, boom, from, you know, atop right. the, the radio tower. Sure. Uh, by the way, if you, if you get no successes, then you might hit one of your companions because... You Good. Yep. I mean, darn. <laughs> I don't want that. Okay, so that's dexterity. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. Is two uh, is it? dice. What? It's dexterity. It's not firearms or whatever. He doesn't he have firearms. Not, I don't have firearms. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my distinct request before we played. I want to play someone who doesn't know how to fight in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> he should never so, be given firearms. Bam! Oh, I got one success. Okay, good. So, uh, you, you don't hit. Oh, actually, I should, I should, I should actually roll because it's only fair to the thing. Um, because you might get lucky. Who knows? Yeah. Right. Let's see what you get. Uh, no, but you do. Uh, uh, but you do miss. You you do miss Max. Uh, so it, it kind of hits like uh, in the middle between you and this creature, uh, but a little closer to Max than Max would probably like. So it's like <laughs> deflecting off the roof, uh, the all the gravel up there just kind of <laughs> sends the sends the bullet, you know, ricocheting uh, off into the darkness. Um. Uh, Henri. All right, so I'm backpedaling. As a sort of a free action, I'm just going to sort of uh, drop the flare that it rolls towards it, you know, in that area. Oh, so you get the light away so, from so, it. So, so, so you light a flare? I, I had lit the flare before. Oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I missed that. Sorry. Okay. That's it. <clears throat> so I dropped, as I said, I, so I just kind of let the flare sort of tumble from my fingers, sure. but towards okay. it. You know what I mean? Okay. And then I'm, wait, I'm gonna... wait, which one? The, the one? the one's coming up the ladder or the one uh, just came the, through? The one came out of the door. I'm much okay. closer door than the ladder. Gotcha. I'm right, backing so you, up yeah. and then All right. fire and away. You still hear the creaking behind you, something coming up the ladder. So make your roll for the attack on the door guy. Three. Okay. He gets only I'm gonna give him that. Uh he gets two, so you, you get one plus your plus two. Okay. So boom you, you catch him in the shoulder. The thing thing jerks backwards 
and and as your light sort of flashes across its face, it its face just looks enraged, you know, kind of clenched in just um, just this bestial fury. Uh, blood is 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 beating at the corners of its mouth as as you see just you know the blood splashed across its chest. Um, Plus, it's lit from below now with the flare. Even yeah, yeah, exactly with this red light coming up from underneath it. It's, it it looks it looks like a, some sort of demonic visage as it, as it lunges toward uh, uh, toward Max and attacks him with these talons, just raking down. Um, and oh, 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 one, two, three, four, five successes. I got three, four successes. Okay, and yeah, it gets an additional uh, two on that. So, um, so you take four, I think. Ooh. Four. Three. <laughs> Five minus oh, three, one sorry. plus two. Yeah, That's three. correct. Yeah, three. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Well, still. Oof. <clears throat> yeah, so it comes at you. It just rakes across, rips part of your your gear, oh. just, you know, the the, uh, the clothing you're wearing just rakes. Blood is scratched across. Uh, just feel this burning sensation. And even as, even as Henri's flashlight sort of flashes across its face, you see these, these eyes reflected, and they're glaring down at you. Blood is covering it. Saliva just slathering off of it as it just... Uh, uh, looking at you with uh, just disturbingly intelligent eyes. Um, it's, it doesn't look like just a beast attacking you. It looks like s- something that hates you with, with you know, just vitriol. Um, and uh, Jack? Um, Jack would try to start climbing down, but he's so weak that mm-hmm. it, w- it would take quite some time. But that's what he's going to do. He's going to start his You had about half an hour before they showed up, so you would have caught your breath anyway. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah you're, not, you're not quite as tired, but you, okay. your muscles are still sort of, you know, yeah, you're still, your muscles are still yeah. a little weak. It's, it's been a workout, so but I'm working my way down, <laughs> feeling the feeling the good. Yeah, bro. you know, you you know, you just haven't been as good at using your Bally's membership as you should have been. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in the back of your mind, you're thinking, I need to get to the gym more. Damn it! Planet Planet Fitness. Yeah, at least three times. <laughs> just, yeah, it's the, the sort of weird, like giggling madness in the back of your head. I need to get to the gym more. This is really hard. <laughs> what if I do <laughs> these things again? <laughs> 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 all right. So, uh, all right. So you're 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 climbing down. Um, uh, I will give you a dex check because it is somewhat stressful and you're under a great deal of duress. Yeah. Okay. Oh God, I might be done. Let's try this. Two dice. That is one success. Okay. So yeah, you you're kind of slipping, but you managed to hang on. You're you're you realize you you need to take it easy. Um. <laughs> um but. Uh, you have to take another roll to see if you drop your gun. You got to get at least one success to not drop your gun. Okay, cool. Uh, so I don't drop my gun. No, you no, roll, no, roll, roll again. Yeah, to see if you. Oh, roll. sorry. You need you need one success. Please God. Oh, that's both. Oh, I nice. Hold that thing. Yeah. It's a, in a death grip. My <laughs> knuckles are white. <laughs> yeah, you're hanging up to that puppy. That that's your lifeline, man. <clears throat> um, all right, uh, Max. All right, so this thing has just 
raked its claws across my chest, and actually I stumble backwards from just the, the power behind this blow, and I reach out with my left hand to just grab, to have purchase on something, anything, still holding the rifle in my right hand, and the only thing I can find purchase on is the Sasquatch, and I grab this thing's arm, and I grab a tuft of fur and twist and hold onto it like I'm riding a horse without a, without reins. And I'm going to one-handed from the hip, point blank, just empty the rest of this mag into this thing as I'm falling back and right. holding onto yeah. it. You, you nice. can't even miss, right? You put the guy yeah, exactly. like, literally right to its flesh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, he's just going to get like a, a – I'm going to give him a three roll on that. Um, Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven <laughs> – Seven successes. Yeah, he only got one success. So yeah. Awesome. You... So that's uh, <laughs> nine three. nine damage. Yeah, you, you just blow right through right through his midsection. Uh, you can see in, in in the in the kind of you know panicked sort of flash of of Henri's flashlight. You see this cloud of of bloods <laughs> erupt from its back, <laughs> and uh, you see even even as it sort of like like falls toward you. And for a moment, its face is, like, right in yours. And even through these teeth, which, you know, uh, can barely articulate any kind of uh, voice, um, you, you, you hear it you hear sort of mutter, Yuli Umuna. And, and it just sort of falls. And I sort of, I sort of skitter backwards to avoid getting crushed underneath this thing. It's going to stumble backwards and fall on my ass with this smoking gun and there's blood splatters on my face from just emptying this thing into this thing at point blank range. And I just fall on my ass on the roof. Henri, <laughs> behind you, 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 you hear a, you hear a crunch as, as, as one of the as you see this large hand sort of grab the top of the railing as, as something is pulling itself up the ladder on, in its, on the, on the final rungs. Um, Meanwhile, probably about ten, you know, still ten minutes away, you see that you see this flashing red light near of the helicopter. Yes, taking its fucking time. Um, I uh, I get a call out. Hey Maxwell, there is another one. Eh, by the ladder. Uh, I point the flashlight and. Uh, I'm going to basically ready in action as soon as its body, torso, head pops over. Okay. You know that's what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll I'll definitely give you that. So so as 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 it, as as its head comes up, you know, and it's reaching up with its arm, kind of comes over the top, and and it brings its head up over the edge. Again, your your flashlight catches the reflective light from its eyes, and uh, take your shot. Okay. So uh, a lot of bing, 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 bing off the ladder and stuff off it, the ground. It, it has uh, limited defensive capabilities on the ladder, so. Yeah, but I only got a one. Uh, I got a two. So yeah, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> one sort of just, just kind of like you know, uh, flesh wounds it. <laughs> yeah, it deflects off of off of the edge of the wall, off of the edge of the uh, the ladder, and, and kind of cuts to his shoulder. <clears throat> um, Jack, you hear kind of the crumpling of Jack's body as he kind of leaps the last five feet and just clunk, clunk, clunk on the ground and picks himself back up and uh, pointing stairs here, ah! <laughs> <laughs> boom! I just raise the pistol and 
try to blast him. All right. One Wait, the one, the, the, one, the one on the ladder? Yeah, the one that just came up. Okay. The yeah, one that's coming okay, up. Cool. And I miss both times. Okay. So <laughs> the, 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 the bullet goes off. Yeah, who knows where. The helicopter. Um, <laughs> right. No! Don't even joke! Spinning. That's all, folks. You're jumping ahead five minutes, I think. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Oh. <laughs> um, all right, Max. You, you you hear gunshots behind you, and as you sort of whip around, you see Unreached flashlight flashing across this thing, which is now almost up onto the uh, uh, up onto the roof. So I I get my ass up, I drop the empty mag, and I reach to my tactical vest, and I grab the last magazine. All right, jam it into the gun. Yeah, as you do, that you're standing almost right over the, uh, the the flare that's burning. So so the, the the red light is sort of like coming up from underneath you, like lighting you from underneath in this red glow as you clip the jam the last clip in. Yeah, I just like have it shouldered, and I just have this resolute this resolute look on my face, this splatter of blood, and uh, <laughs> I just I walk towards where Henri is bring the gun up and take some shots at the one coming up okay. the ladder. And I'm, right. taking, I'm taking my shots in these quick little bursts, trying to conserve as much ammo as possible. Yep. So I'm actually not going to auto-fire here, so I'm going to roll less dice. All right. Cool. Yeah, it's, it still only gets three because it's limited in its movement. So okay. uh, it gets one success. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven successes. Jesus. So that is uh, nine nine damage to this thing. Yeah, you you, you catch it right across the forehead. <laughs> yeah, its head snaps back within the in the spray of blood as as Henri's, you know kind of trembling light you know illuminates it, and it it, it lets it lets go of the ladder and goes falling backwards, <laughs> landing on its pal who's at the bottom. <laughs> no, its pal is on the ladder. But uh, no, remember the one we killed there earlier? Oh, that one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But it has another pal on the ladder. Um, so, so glad we brought G.I. Joe with us. <laughs> I know, really, yeah. Um, yeah, what would, what would you do without me, man? Well, it's, it's kind of cool die. because in, 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 uh, stepping out of the game for a moment, in most Call of Cthulhu games, the guy with the gun is the least valuable. In this exactly, case, uh, exactly. Which is why I was like, I was, I was like, I've never played like a super like gun toady character in Call of Cthulhu. So I'm just gonna go for it. And it's like, oh man, this is so awesome. I'm killing you know so Sasquatches. <laughs> yeah. Definitely got top score. Yeah. So, so uh, again, you know, again, you see the helicopter sort of come. And about this time, you see, you see its its spotlight come on. And begin begin kind of shining toward the roof. Begin panning across it. So you, you get this kind of like helicopter above with the light sort of like, you know, panning across the roof, trying to see if there's anyone up there. I'm I'm, I'm waiting gonna... for the uh, for the plot twist where we get in the helicopter and we're like, go go go! And a Yeti turns around from the controls and goes, ah! and we go, ah! and then it just cuts. That's where that's where you, you, you're jumping ahead again. I'm yeah, sorry. I know. I'm just, that image is too much. It's one of my plot twists, man. 
<laughs> I'm gonna uh, pick up the flare at his feet, and I'm like, okay. All right. yeah. So the, the, uh, quickly, the light sort of sort of pans on you, and and uh, um, you know. Uh, it's 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 now just pretty much focused on on Henri at this point, um, and Henri, it's your turn. Well, that's what I was doing really. I was grabbing oh, okay. the, uh, gotcha. the flare, and I'm like, so make sure it sees us. Yeah, yeah. Once I know the spotlight is focused on us, then it's it, yeah, it's about five minutes out. It's about you know less than five minutes out now. Just um, uh, Jack. Oh, I'm muted. Can't unmute. Okay. Um. Uh. I would. Um. I. I gather. I look up at the helicopter and just you know the wind from the blades is coming down and my hair is just flapping around and I'm I'm just starting to wave both of my hands uh, up and um and then I will and there's another one up here, right? Yeah, there's another one coming up the ladder. Well, you don't actually. You might not know that. And then I would. I would just wave. I'd be waving. Yeah. Okay. Um, Max, you also might not know. I think I think uh, Henri was the only one who knew there was a second one coming up the ladder. Yeah, I, I would yell that out. Hey, is oh. there maybe more? Eh? Keep watch. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll sneak a peek down the ladder, and if I see it climbing up, I'll take a couple shots yeah. down at yeah, it. Yeah, even as you go over the 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 helicopter's sort of spotlight sort of glazes across and, and and you catch the glimpse of this thing and it's only about it's only a couple feet away from you so you're startled as you look over and things like looking right back at you at, at close range. Yeah. So I yeah, again semi-automatic just take a couple a quick burst of shots down at the, right on top of the sure. thing's head. Literally right at its face, eh? Like the gun's yeah, right really. there. One, it's a couple two, feet away. Three, you got nothing. Four, five, six, seven, eight <laughs> successes. Nice. Plus three is 11. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you get this just massive spray of blood. Um, and, and you just you just see this this uh, this this shape sort of tumble from uh, from sight as as it falls out of the light as the as as the uh, the spotlight from this helicopter caught you in 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 uh, in mid shot. And I I look at Henri and I say, I point to the gun and I say, I got one more in me. Uh, meanwhile, the helicopter's like like right above you now, and it's and it's it's starting to drop down ropes. Uh, I'm scanning around. I'm like wildly waving the flashlight around, looking for more threats. At the same time, I'm moving for a rope. Ice cold. There's this ice cold wind sort of blowing around you because it's it's already cold out. So as as the as the downdraft from the helicopter is just like blowing you around, and and you see you see you see a uh, uh, one of the uh, uh, the coast guardmen sort of lowers himself down, and uh, he, and he starts looking around and he and he gestures toward uh, you know toward you. It's like come on, come on. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm running for him. I am going to. I, I mean, it, it's got to be within a couple feet of me. So I'm going to uh, delay long enough just to grab a handful of fur off of one of the eddies, like just okay, one of the dead bodies, and stand up again. Like I'm not even going to stop moving. You know what I mean? I'm just going to reach down, whatever I get, even if I get sure. a couple of hairs, jam them in my pocket. I'm going to wrap my arm around the the rope ladder or whatever. Go go mm-hmm. go! Get the fuck out of here! Eh? Get get him. 
so so the guy the guy's like, calm down, sir, calm down. You're gonna be okay. We're gonna get you out of here. What's going on? We have no time. There is monsters, uh, animals coming. Ah, <laughs> monsters. He, he he hands you a loop of rope. And he says, uh, "Here, let me put this on you, sir. Be calm. Calm down." And he starts to 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 put you, you know, put this harness on you. Uh, you're gonna be I'm, okay, sir. I'm whipping the flashlight around. I also make sure I point it at the freaking dead yeti on the roof, so he sees that. But at the same time, I'm whipping it around, looking for yeah. more threats. I was gonna say, he's paying a lot of attention to you. He's, he's just you know getting this harness on you, and 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 before you know it, you're being jerked upwards as the you're being pulled upward. Um, meanwhile, another one's being lowered down, and, and he and he he points to uh, to Jack. Yes, sir. Come. Come on, come on. And I'm running towards him. Okay. With my cat. <laughs> as, you, as you get it over there. Yeah, again, yeah, you hit you, you know, you, the, the wind is just blowing down at you. He's getting this harness on you and, and getting you getting you uh getting you lifted up. Um and finally uh uh the points to Maxwell. Sir, sir, lower your lower your weapon, sir. And I reluctantly just kind of take my hand off my weapon and let it drop in its harness so it's just hanging off the front of my tack vest and I'm gonna I do a quick just like almost like I'm expecting my squad to be with me I'm like everybody everybody good everybody out of here and then I, I move towards the helicopter as just quickly as possible all right they, so they they uh they, they get you in a harness and they pull you up as well and 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 pretty soon the other one's being you know the uh the Coast Guardman is being pulled up, and you're you're being bolt buckled into your seats, and uh, of course you're having a hard time hearing anything with this, you know, the the helicopter, the wind, and it, and as you sort of look down, you you, you know you you see the remains on the roof. Um, uh, we have to go. This is at the extent of our uh, our fuel. We weren't completely refueled, you know. We we go 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 we we. All right, so 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 they begin taking off, and 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 uh, you know, the 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 flare that's on the on the the roof of the refinery sort of recedes in the background. Um, uh, you're all sort of panting and and tired and just uh just exhausted, just mentally and physically, the adrenaline. And... I give him Maxwell a, like a like a grin, like a wild, crazy grin. <laughs> we are live. And I, I'm, I'm looking at you, and I've, I just got, I've, I reach up, and I realize, like I've, I've, I have Sasquatch blood in my eyes, and I'm kind of wiping my face, and I, I'm just looking at Henri, just completely shell shocked, just, I just give him a nod. <laughs> and, uh, and Jack, as, as, as you, as you're flying away, you're sort, you're sort of relaxed too. You're just, just this, this unreal, you know, re, you know, relief, mm-hmm. and. Uh, but you said you said to get this kind of burning itch under your arm that you can't help but scratch. What the hell? <laughs> and um, I I look to see what sort of what and maybe someone will look at me and I'll say I don't know something bit me in the woods. Shit. Yeah, it looks like it's probably a rash. I mean, it's probably just a probably just poison ivy or whatever the fuck they have up here. You know, you don't know. It's probably not. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. Kick. Yeah, it's probably it's probably not. It's it's probably nothing. Um, yeah, go ahead. The just I just the final image of of Maxwell would be like 
I, I see you kind of like rubbing under your arm and my eyes just like flip down to the gun that I gave you and I kind of start reaching for it. <laughs> and, and that oh, helicopter okay. flies off. Uh, <laughs> as, as we cut the credits as a montage of, of news reports from this facility, as they begin to like, you know, uh, news helicopters are flying over it and they're, they're, they're showing pictures of these human bodies lying at the base of the ladder, a human body on the roof, a human body outside the, 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 uh, the chain link fence and all these bullet holes and, uh, you know, uh, un, un, under the, under the Fox news logo, you know, massacre at, uh, um, at, uh, uh, Exxon uh, mobile pumping station, you know, what happened here? You know. There's a little incident of them interviewing Henri, and he's got like the, the oh, fibers no. he's showing them when he's telling the story. And... I, I was going to say, I was, I was actually going to say, strolling along the bottom of the screen is something about a helicopter crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. New, you know, just this just in. Uh, you know, <laughs> Coast Guard. Coast Guard yeah, helicopter so... crashes in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy economist goes murders uh... every office. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Crazy. Uh, that, was awesome. yeah. that was a yeah. blast. That was awesome. Yeah, good game. Great fun. Good, good gaming. Good, good yeah. characters. It was really yeah. good. Good, good that was job. A blast. That was an absolute blast. <laughs> oh, that was, was so a, fun. It was a fun ending. Awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, well, thank you, Alex. I thought we were toast like five times over. I thought we were too. And Max kept saving our lives. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, I gotta, I gotta show somebody the Polaroid of the dog before I die. It's like I got, I gotta, I gotta fit that in. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's such an important character, part, you know, character yeah. feature that you, know, you don't want to waste it. <laughs> well, I just, I knew yeah. that, like, I kept looking at this Polaroid. I knew people were gonna be like, oh, it's his wife, it's his kid, and I was like. My dog, man. I gotta get back to my dog. Maybe you're a canine, canine soldier, and yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. It'd be a you know retired bomb sniffing dog or something. Then I <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, I mean... if you can hear my cat right now, I should probably feed her. Now, of yeah. course, she's quiet because I'm. I'm gonna and I'm gonna go feed myself. So okay, yeah, awesome guys. Well, thank you for running this, Alex. This is awesome. Yeah, no, thank you so much. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you guys did an yeah, amazing fun. job. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll I hope do it again sometime. Uh, hope yeah, everyone enjoys do it, it again. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Hope everyone enjoyed the uh, uh, the game, and uh, this is going to be our podcast for the week. So we'll we'll post this, and hopefully people will enjoy it. And uh, look for us next week with a brand new roll up and die uh, podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. All right. All right, see you guys.